0: Hey everybody, this is Eric Stahl. And I'm Daryl Scott. And I'm Gabe Casey. Welcome to Throwing Wrenches Podcast. You're listening to the auto podcast that has recovered from the Spoon River Drive. Gastronomically, that is. On this episode of Throwing Wrenches, we have a lawyer in the house. Welcome back, Mr.
1: Gabe Casey.
2: It's official. Lordstown is making trucks. Woohoo! And blue
1: ovals are hard to find. All that and more on this episode of Throwing Wrenches.
0: that funky beat going, Daryl. Yeah, we're trying. I think you need a slide, though. I think we need to like country western this thing up a little Yeah, little bit, maybe. Yeah, maybe. in the future. Like we'll a slide s- rule? Yeah, <laughs> Slide guitar. <laughs> like- come on. <laughs> anyway. We're hip. We're cool. Yeah, not really. Daca, Thanks, daca. For- <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, remember, to join the fun of the show, you can always send us an email, info at com. We actually have a great listener email coming up at the end of this show. Somewhere in the middle of the show. Possibly
2: know. the and- best one you've ever had. Or sprinkling uh, it in. Well,
0: you know, I kind of saved it maybe for Gabe Casey, I'm not sure. Oh, okay. You're serving him up some softballs. A little bit, a little bit. Hey, if you don't know my co host, l- let me tell you about my favorite co host, Daryl Scott. He's a man of charity. He has a heart as big as a post Christmas Grinch. A heart three sizes bigger than it was before Christmas. But he is noble oh God, I screwed this all up. I i let's start over. Boop. Anyway. Boop. All right. Ah. Hey, if you don't know my co host, Daryl Scott, he's a man of charity. He's got a heart as big as a post Christmas Grinch, a heart three sizes bigger than it was before, if you don't know what that means. But this noble and determined car rescuer doesn't have a garage to house all those unloved classics. (laughs) What will happen to his big hearted wife if he finds more stray 50s classics that follow him home? That's my co host, Daryl. We wonder out loud.
1: Well, there's a lot to wonder about. I should probably see a doctor about my enlarged heart, though. Uh, for those who don't know my co-host... Thank you, by the way. Yeah. For those who don't know my co-host, my co-host gets things done. He doesn't whine about it. He doesn't complain. He doesn't procrastinate. He simply rolls up his sleeves and digs in. That's also what his plan of action is when it comes to a skillet breakfast, mm. which he also never shies away from. His motto is, mind your own biscuits and life will be gravy. He's Mr. Eric Stahl.
0: Mm. Thanks. Yeah. A little, is it, I, I think I lean more towards Rachel Coos than, you know, Julia Child. But a little bit. I got a little Jacques mm. Bapin in yeah. there, too. A little Francois. Yeah. yeah. And well what about our other co host? Well no, I did not write what? this for Gabe. Oh, you didn't? I didn't write this. Did he write well, his did he write his own? No. That's not allowed. His I should own. have. Ugh. Did he? Should I do a cold read on this? I've never read this before. I don't know.
2: How uh, could it go poorly? Uh, right.
0: <laughs> Gabe Casey, from the land of pumpkins in Farm and Fleet, our longtime friend and co host is a kind of guy that would be a great life coach. He's direct. He's honest. He also encourages us to always buy the cool old car, truck, bike, or ceramic elephant collection that comes into the right place at the right time. He's like that unclaimed freight store because he's all about the deal. He's Mr. Gabe Casey.
2: Oh, thank you. I They're appreciate it
1: a little bit, but, you know, <laughs> appreciate that. Very nice. You do At by the way, for the folks at home, you do have a ceramic elephant collection store.
2: No, right? I resold you it. it. You sold it. The whole thing? Yeah. I kept, like, five. I gave them away, and I sold it. Did
1: you go to, like, Antiques Roadshow? No,
2: Facebook Marketplace, and I made $10.
1: Seriously? Yeah.
2: You got one, I got one, Eric didn't get one. I did What's up with that?
1: I do have a really nice one. He holds uh, the uh, washcloths by our kitchen sink.
0: Anytime I buy anything anymore, I always ask, will it fit on my sailboat when I retire? I don't think your elephant would have fit on my uh, sailboat, so. So Fair enough.
1: That's actually a really good uh, qualifier. (laughs) Will this fit on my
0: sailboat? Yeah, or your Cadillac.
1: Yeah, right? (laughs) Same size. As as you sail away in it. (laughs) You're going to be living in... Each one of those things. <laughs> uh, quick, quick thank you to our longtime sponsors, one of which you'll hear about in a moment, but the first of which is a very familiar fixture here in the greater Taswell County, Tri County area. Uh, Fort's
0: Toyota of Pekin. And full disclosure, Eric? I I do work at Fort's Toyota. I started there in 1996.
1: Back before they had electricity, right? It was like Pony Express. (laughs) Well,
0: the internet was definitely on stone tablets. (laughs) It was. And you were selling uh, Corollas back then.
1: Yep. Fort's Toyota of Pekin. Toyota dash Pekin. Right? Yeah, Toyota-Speaking.com. Dot com. You can check them out. They are on the web. All kinds of great stuff. Wonderful service. Great selection. New and used vehicles. And if you're into the trucks, they do have Tundras. They do have a lot of FJs still on the lot, right? Yeah, we got
0: a couple of used FJs. And, uh, man, I tell you what, we got two new Tundras on the lot right now. It's gorgeous trucks. If you haven't driven the new Tundra, highly, highly recommend it. And we've had a couple hybrids come through now. And the guys are loving the fuel economy and they're loving the power. Those trucks just leap with all that torque from the EV motor, so twin turbo pretty, too, right? Yes, a little twin turbo. Uh, is it twin or is it single? I think it's single. Turbo. Sure, I, had to, I need to
1: check one out. I yeah. saw a black one on the way over here, and it looked it had you know fully tinted windows and
0: some rims on it. Looked pretty sweet Great trucks. Yeah, so check out Toyota Dash Peak, and you can also find them at Forts Toyota on Instagram, uh, Twitter, and Facebook. They'll get you everything you need. You'll probably see my my mug. On some video, uh, surely enough, if you sign up for any of those services.
1: You're good with the social media.
0: That's what I do. Yeah. Uh, Gabe Casey for Taswell County
1: State's Attorney. We also would like to thank Mr. Gabe Casey, who happens to be sitting here to my right,
0: Eric's left.
2: Thank, and thank you. Do you have Appreciate this like, set
0: up in like a stereophonic thing so if people have their headphones on they hear me on one side but Gabe only in the middle of their head? That would be awesome. That'd be kind
2: of cool. I'd You'd, be like the be, best in the middle. It'd be horrible. <laughs>
0: if, if, <laughs> if, if Gabe was the, the voice in
1: your head, yeah. that would be fun.
2: You'd be chiming left and right. They'd be turning their head frantically, getting yeah. sprains, yeah. calling me pursuing like suing it. you. Mm-hmm. Hey, over here. <laughs> over here.
1: Look like Vincent D'Onofrio in uh, Men in Black. That's a weird reference.
0: <laughs> a chameleon <laughs> actor, by the way. We could go down a rabbit hole in that. But anyway, that's the pre-show, folks. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. No, that's all I was going to say. Gabe, uh, you do have a website.
2: I do. It's uh, Casey4SA.com. And, uh, you know, just want to serve the people of Taswell County, give them an option. First time in, like... A decade or more of this is up for contention. So, you know, if you want your voice to be heard, tell your friends and family.
1: Excellent. Check that out on the web. Uh, Also, thanks to our Patreon folks who help keep the lights on, keep everything running. And we truly appreciate your support. It has helped us do what we do. And we couldn't be uh, the podcast goliath that we are yeah
0: a couple of patreon folks got some actual (laughs) stickers from me this week so they're probably thankful for that although they didn't send me any uh i think they they sent me all these these messages hey i didn't get any stickers and new stickers but i know they got them this week so where's those responses hey eric got those stickers
1: are you like the type of guy that sends an email with
0: read receipt requested no but if i could i would (laughs) no No. certified (laughs) mail yeah no patreon uh folks got an hour and 20 minutes of kind of comedy gold you know some people say the patreon pre-show is better than the regular show you be the judge sometimes i I think if you go to patreon there might be a free episode or two out there so you can check that out it's a lot of fun yeah this one this wasn't all
2: french films this time either
0: no no it was it It was was, dahmer it was was all
2: dahmer a lot of jeffrey
1: dahmer and food
2: (laughs) it was it was excellent if there is ever a time to sign up for patreon it is this week oh thanks thanks for the feedback
0: speaking of feedback yeah Still no reviews. What? He's...
2: But the best email ever,
0: maybe. No. Well, I'm, I mean, Camaro guy sent us in an email and I kind of saved. I, I could have read this email last week, but you didn't show up for that last show. So I thought I'll just push this out another week. <clears throat> Scheduling conflict. <clears throat> it's
2: fine. Yes. yes. Some fine. of us are busy. Some of his lives. <laughs> yeah, some of us yeah. have lives. Yeah, I know.
0: I get it. I get it. Yeah. Okay, so Camaro Guy sent this great email. I, I condensed it down a little bit, but he said he loves the show. You entertain me all day while I'm at work. I like how you have your projects in the show, and you talk about obscure things and keep up the good work. I would like to hear more from Gabe Casey. There we go. Woo. There we go. Hopefully, <laughs> oh, right. come on, no, Daryl. No, wrong button. I meant, <laughs> yeah. That's what I meant to hit. Hopefully I didn't spell that wrong. No, you spelled it right. That's the that's correct way to say Gabe Casey. Uh, also, he did uh, condolences for my daughter. Thank you so much. Uh yes, the spelling of Planet Stall and I'm just gonna throw a little pitch out there. Planet Stall. My last name is S T A H L, so it's Planetstall.com if you want to read all about the the drama that's going on in the stall household. I do appreciate all the support. Thank you. Ending on a happy note, I really love the show and you guys sharing your knowledge of information and in all your collections. I recently gave my father in law a fifty two Buick. He gave it? Wow. I guess so. That's pretty nice. I mean, he must really like his wife and his father. That's a good right? son-in-law. Yeah, I guess so.
1: It is. 52 is cool. Got, uh, got a nice little
0: taillight trim, a little piece of chrome on the end, and the I, Fireball 8, if you say so. He says it's a special 40 series straight 8 with a two-speed automatic. Seems like just an old antiquated car. I wouldn't have anything to do with it. Oh, my it. gosh. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> we haven't gone that far into raising kids as big uh, raising kids. Is a big commitment, so it's in good hands. Love the show, and I'm chomping at the bit for the next episode. Keep up the good work. Well, Camaro guy, you'll be thrilled to know that Gabe Casey
2: is all over this episode. So Hey-o. sit back and enjoy. That's right. I'm all over the pre-show, too. I, honestly, I after tonight... I cannot pitch it enough. Yeah. I had a great time. We were all dying laughing. Uh, we've had a lot of outtakes already here tonight. Yeah. i are having a great time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Patreon members, by the way, you're going to get some bloopers. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to get a lot of bloopers, but that's fine. Yeah. Should I decide to release them? If they if they embarrass me, I may not. What if we have like the Disney vault? Like they go into the Disney vault and then <laughs> yeah. 10 years later, they're out of the vault.
0: Uh, we do that. I'll have make a hand-hammered tin for the, for the <laughs> people who want to buy it. There'll be like three of them. <laughs> Sarah will be one. Rachel, right. two. And then the third one, I'll just keep around the house till somebody wants it.
1: And we need to put it on, like, an a track or some other, like, media that yes. d- nobody can play.
2: Yeah.
0: That would be Cassettes fun. are still hips. We, oh, dude, we should sell our show on a cassette Good luck time. finding
2: a CD player nowadays. What are you talking about? Right. Or, like, in a modern car? No. How did we go from cassettes all to right. CDs right. and then right. back? <laughs> this is post-show material. <laughs> so I don't know. Stupid.
1: Okay, anyway, Cassettes are terrible. Thanks Anyways.
2: for
0: listening. Thanks for sharing. And thanks for commenting. Of course, you can always share the show all over the place. Put it on Twitter. Put it on Instagram. Put it on your LinkedIn. I even share it on LinkedIn. Do you know that? Do you do that, Daryl? No. Do you have that level of commitment to the show? LinkedIn On LinkedIn? Is... No, LinkedIn. it's
1: Facebook for business people. I
0: don't want anything to do with it. Well, that. this is kind of, I mean, this is kind of a cool side side hustle, right?
2: You know, yeah. I need to add that to my LinkedIn. Co-host at throwingriches.com. You do? Com. At,
0: yeah. Wow. I mean, next thing you know, you'll get like a podcasting course at ISU.
2: I'll be like the second-in-command at Rivian next month.
0: You might. You mm. might be. Or you might be producing Kanye's next album,
1: yeah. who knows,
2: <laughs>
0: <What>? who knows? <laughs> hey, and I did want to give a big shout out, uh, of course, thanks to everybody for listening and everything like that. but thank you, Gabe. I don't think you and I have sat down on the show being recorded mm-hmm. where I've actually thanked you for stepping in while I was gone for my, my two or three months there. so We,
2: I, we haven't, but I, I heard it on the other shows and I appreciate it okay. and it was a we had a blast yeah. so happy oh. to help out when I came.
0: You know what you're doing. Right Daryl is
2: murdering me with the sound effects. <laughs> well, Every time there's a sound sorry. effect, he picks that's... the worst one possible.
0: Yeah. Is there one that says, you suck? I mean, you can play it while I'm saying he's great. It Could be. Ooh, there's that's, another crowd that's one. Nice. That's nice. All right.
1: By the way, this just appeared, by the way. I don't know what happened. I hit the wrong button.
0: No, like I said earlier in another episode, probably, you know, when, when I was just like, man, screw it, I'm out of everything. And uh, I just like handed you the keys to the shop and you're like, Okay. It was then, shocking
2: because we didn't talk about it. Yeah. I didn't suggest it and yeah. I was happy to help. So, yeah, You just, Don't walk, worry you about just it.
0: walked into the dealership one day. I'm like, "Here you go, man." And like, like I said, if you want to sit down in my office, you can have everything cuz I'm out. And uh no, you guys are great. Love listening to those shows and that was I was actually a little bitter. I'm like, "Regan showed up? What the hell? I haven't had Regan on in, you know, like a year and he shows up." He's been on like 4 times though, like
2: You've had him on a lot. It doesn't,
0: doesn't matter. It's still special. It's not like I'm he's the early. unicorn. I, saw, I hung out with him today. I was half expecting you to go, hey, Regan's in town. Are you going to do lunch with him? Wait, 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 wait. He's, he, he was here today? Yeah, I was at ICC Power Days. So I'll get into that in the project segment. There's four Mike inputs on this board. <laughs> okay. Just, he yeah. was running back Chicago. Whatever. Yeah. So, all right. That's, so that brings us to the first segment of the show, the project segment, where we all talk about all the things going on in our garages. And uh, I'll just—I'll try go first. Kick it off, bro. I, Get my, it? My, mine kind of suck, really. I—I—I I, I sold my Supra this summer, and I never even touched a Celica. It's still sitting in the, in the storage facility at Forts, which is great. Which Celica? <laughs> I was
2: going to say the, that, you the, beat me to the, it. The, the, n- they're '96. The Hang on, how many Celicas do you own? Three. Okay. All right. Wait, you still have. Th- oh, you have the red one. <laughs> yeah. I He's did. got like a part Celica that yeah. I saw yeah. the other day, and I was like, I forgot Eric owned that. Yeah. yeah. Even Eric <laughs> forgot. You know? yeah. That's
0: a true story. <laughs> go so, go ahead. anyway, so I haven't done anything with those cars. Um, I mean, I'm trying to sell Aiden's Forerunner. My son's Forerunner to a 19. How much? I think I'm going to ask three. Thirty five hundred bucks for it, 3500 $3, bucks. I don't know. But the plasti dip, our power spray at work can't get all the plastic off it. So now it's just like it's all stripped out, it's all tan everywhere except around the edges and the windows and everything. There's blue like hanging out like an inch. Yeah. It's like it, it's terrible looking. So I'm not <laughs> sure what I'm gonna do. I, I, I need to find some way to get all that plastic off there. Plastic razor blade. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, That's gonna be a lot of plastic razor blade. Yeah, yeah. Well Sounds like <laughs> Aiden's job. <You> <laughs> oh he doesn't want me to sell it. He'd just rather I keep the truck. And then as it sat all summer, I think one of the calipers is sticking. So one of the pads is kind of sticking on one side. Sometimes you get in it, brakes work fine. Other times, oh, no, you got to mash that sucker like crazy. Nothing's happening. So uh, I get the feeling I'm going to have to throw a caliper in the sucker to get it sold. So it is what it is. That's all right. It was and a good easy. truck.
2: I mean, how much do you even pick it up for?
0: I paid 1800 for it. And, and he
2: I, wants twice that, folks, with the stuck caliper deal well, of the no, century. I'll, I'll fix
0: the caliper for God's sake. You I, heard it. He's going to no, fix it. No, I'm, I'm just f-
2: saying it'll be fine. You'll sell it. You'll get a good price. You know what? I fixed power steering on it. I fixed the exhaust on it. I put bigger tires and rims on it. Yeah. yeah. You, so how much do you think you have in it total? Oh, God. Four, I, or, pro- five I,
0: yeah, I four or five grand? Yeah,
2: probably four or five grand. That's thing. fair then. Yeah. That's
0: fair. Yeah. But, um, you know, it gets eighteen miles. Eighteen is probably strong. Probably gets fourteen miles a gallon. So it, it's there's no use for it around our house. It just sits outside.
1: Yeah,
0: it's a fun car for somebody. It'll be a great car. It starts up. It's a two point seven liter four cylinder, two wheel drive. Probably a safety hazard, like when my son wiped out his first uh, snowy his first snowy winter, day, yeah, <laughs> winter time. But you know what? It's always going to start and it's always going to run. And those thing that truck will literally be on the road twenty years from now if if somebody takes care of it. So even if they don't take care of it, it's probably got ten ten years left in the tank. Uh, And then today, like I was saying about Regan, I went to ICC, Illinois Central College is our local community college here. It was Power Day. Power Day is where they bring in all the students. And so I went up representing Fort's Toyota, but Regan was there with a booth basically for Toyota. So Dan, the service manager from Peoria Toyota, and I, and one of my technicians, Drew, you all know Drew, Mm -hmm. uh, he was there and uh, it was great. Dude, it was amazing showing. I mean, there was just tons and tons of kids. I, I had 300 stickers and I think I gave out 250 of them. Uh, at Fort's it. I love having swag because the service manager from the other toy store, he doesn't have anything to stand there, <laughs> You know, I'm like... Amateur. Yeah. Use <laughs> a sticker. Yeah, yeah. Put one, on, put one in your toolbox. They're like, yeah, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, one of the guys, I work at Peoria it. I don't know if I should do that. I'm like, well, you know, you'd... Yeah, you, yeah. Get, you do what's right for you. <laughs> Follow your heart. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it was a good day. And so Power Day, they all the community college kids – well, actually, I take that back. All the high school vocational kids come back to ICC, and they show off the skills they've learned throughout the year at uh, their high schools, and then they compete. So they have time. there's a horn that goes off every 15 minutes as they move stations, and the kids take breaks on and off calipers, and they do alignments and uh, balance tires and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. It's very – practical and cool, you know, kind of competition, kind of a, I always say, get your hands dirty type of thing, which you don't think really goes on, but it's, it's going on your backyard. There's probably power days everywhere across country, but if you're not in tune with auto tech and stuff like that, maybe you don't even know about it. So I like participating in that. I like talking to those kids. I love hearing their excuses of why they're not doing (laughs) this or that as they stand there and talk to you at the booth. It's so funny.
1: Like what? Like, like uh,
0: I, I'm not going to go to tech next year. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, just I remember being 17, 18, thinking I had the world figured out. I'm going to do this or that, you yeah. know, with these kids. I'm like, all right, well, remember, you know, we're here if you need us. Yeah, but, Can I be that guy? Obviously,
1: mostly male. But were there some there were, younger females? Yeah,
0: there were, you know, I would say it's 99% male of the 250 kids that I gave stickers to. Yeah. There was probably three girls that came through there. I mean, I, I, talking with some friends
1: who were volunteer firefighters, they were talking about how young males are hard to recruit at that age mm-hmm. because you know older teens, early twenties, where it's yeah, I got to figure that. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. or yeah. or they recruit them, they get involved, and they have they, they know everything, and yeah. they get to a fire, and they're like, yeah, I don't what I don't know what's to do. Yeah, he's like the young women that get involved, like. They they take direction. They know what's up. They read stuff. They read procedures, policies, yeah. textbooks, yeah. and they just they just do it. Yeah. And uh, I, I know that's the case too. I know there's a lot of uh, younger women who are getting
0: involved in some of the other trades like automotive tech, and and it's it's cool to see because I, I would like you know it'd be awesome because I, I think men by nature, muscle their way through stuff. I mean, if you don't know any better, you just hit it harder with a hammer, right? <laughs> yeah. Whereas women have a little more finesse. <laughs> they might think about it. Yeah.
2: Maybe I should read about this.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe. So it, it would be interesting to see, but I still think the, the overall conundrum of the industry is, I mean, we have big, heavy tires, and we have to move these things around. We have to lift things. And, and so, you know... That that is the reality of the job. So if you there's find, a
1: place for that too for there. the muscle, the yeah, strength.
0: There the, is. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a it's a dual-edged sword for this kind of job. You need intelligence, but you also need to be able to to heft some weight around. So,
2: but like not that much because like I'm a small guy. Drew's a small guy. Drew does
0: it. He, I do but, it. But he worked for five years on Lubrec, doing tire rotations, stuff like that. And sure. I mean, that's what you have to do, and you have to be. Dude, I hate it. I I did. So there was a guy who was in the other day, and we. We were moving some tires around, so I went up there to help the guys in the lane and uh, just holding up on these giant thirty fives on a lifted Tundra, <laughs> Waste well, butts, well, sixty yeah, pounds, yeah, hundred probably. And you're, it's bulky, and you're trying to lug up the five, you're trying to line up the five lug studs, and just oh my god, you know, it's harder the older you get. Yeah, oh, yeah. You're in your 50s? <laughs> in your, yeah, in your fifties, yeah, in your
1: twenties, you're like, yeah, no problem. Yeah,
0: and that's the thing. We we hire all these young kids, to start off these jobs, but as they get older, and you watch the guys, you're you know, like, man, you appreciate. The young kids doing that heavy lifting. Yeah, my neighbor was a
1: mechanic at Center State International. He used to work on international trucks for 30 years. And he messed his back, uh, messed his knees. I mean, just leaning over an engine bay, taking a cylinder head off a diesel engine. A lot of weight. Mm-hmm. And he'd watch these young guys come in. He'd be like, hey, man, you need to lift differently. You need to do this differently. I oh, got it. It's a no big thing, old timer. And he's like, I'm telling you because I was you and I – I thought I could do any and everything. And, you know, after about 20 years of that and two back surgeries, you know, it ain't worth it.
0: Well, I tell you, the the industry is kind of leading towards a mentor-type relationship where we could take older guys like that Mm -hmm. who have tons of skills and are very valuable to the store, but they don't want to be hefting stuff around. Why can't they be helping and kind of walking around helping younger guys? Because and I talked to Todd Fortier about this, too. Curriculums don't change fast enough for what we need to know in the industry. So In terms of technology yes, and yeah, stuff? Yeah. Okay. The, the community college is even the high schools are looking for like old, they need tools, they need uh, engines and equipment to kind of tear down, and they're not getting stuff fast enough. I mean, tearing down the same 1995 Camry over and over and over every year right. isn't teaching the kids anything new. Right. So, I mean, is anybody donating anything to them? Do they have scan tools? I mean, there's all this stuff they need. So ultimately what happens is these kids, no matter how educated they are at the community college or at the vocational school, they're still going to get a ton more education even just working in the shop, which sucks because I wish the education process was better for them. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Todd was saying, they have to pivot. They have got to work harder and faster to keep up with the industries. So they're conscious of it. it, sure. it, it's, it and I like going to cl- things like this so we can have these conversations so you know there's people on the other end who actually are cognizant of what's going on. They're thinking ahead. Yeah. yeah. So Todd's a good guy. I think he's he's retiring in five years. So we'll see what that means. He's not on the coast. That's a good thing. He said he's at the point now where he will vocally challenge people, you know, where he's like, hey, you know what? We need to be working on this. You know, he's not there just to sit back and wait for the last last five years of his career, right?
1: Good for him. Yeah. Good for him. He was on He was on throwing wrenches back we in the early days. We talked
0: about it. We need to get him on. We got a couple of guys we need to get on. We need to get on Tim Oyer and uh, talk about Nationals, SCCA. Yeah. And uh, yeah, 48 talked about getting him back on because he was on back when we, I think we were still on our old, old equipment. Yeah, it was really old. It was. It, it was, was a fun it
1: was a fun interview. Yeah. And it was nice to see that shop too, because I think he had just gotten some new Hunter yeah, he did. Uh, like uh alignment racks or mm-hmm. some other things and I was geeking out in the shop looking at all
0: the you know. yeah, oh, yeah. But, yeah you knew every engine that was sitting there on a Yeah. Uh, yeah. But that that lends itself to the point I just made. Some of those engines that were on those engine racks they were old right yeah and if you're rebuilding a turbo 400 that's cool nobody's bringing the turbo
1: 400 into a shop (laughs) you know like that's we're on like 10 speed transmissions now so no, to your point i think that that's a good that's a fair that's a fair assessment the shop class that we all kind of grew up with and saw that's a thing of the past because that stuff doesn't exist
0: yeah so uh last but not least scc southern cruiser crawl is going on this weekend down in uh, hot springs arkansas man I want to go last year, and I think my kid was doing something. Aiden was doing something, and so I, you know, we skipped it. It was probably the first year I'd skipped it in seven years. We, well, you, you, I think you were doing college visits or something, weren't you? It was something like that. I think it was pre-registration or something for Carthage. Mm. Um, but this year I'm skipping it because of summer. And uh, and I talked to some people, and Jake is going down. And uh, man, I am the S the Toyota Land Cruiser Association people have been so kind to my family. Uh, believe me, I am there in spirit. I wish I was there. Next year, I'm hoping to make up for lost time. So I hope they all have a great time. I hope that some people who are at SCC, like Mike and, uh, of course, uh, Jake going down, listen to the show before they get there, uh, hopefully we'll have it out for them. Yeah. That's all in Daryl, by the way.
2: <laughs> There's going to be a lot of production. <laughs>
0: no, no stress. No
2: <laughs> anyway, stress. that's all
1: I
0: got. What do you got, Daryl?
1: Uh, Not much. Um, I know it's been two episodes. We talk about the Cadillac interior and the 55 Cadillac, but my wife and I are almost done. She has one section. I say she because I don't sew. Um, she's got one little section of the lower part of the front seat back that needs to be um, stitched a little bit of padding stuff back in there. Stuff that you won't even see it once it's all together, but it does need to be fixed. Uh, and a special shout out to a friend and listener, Dave Lenny, who is a former coworker of mine and just an all-around great guy. We need to have him on the show. Yeah. When he's not working on building Jeeps or off-roading and doing cool stuff in his shop, he rebuilds and restores jukeboxes. And Ooh, cool. He's, he's like a, he's a jack of all trades, super cool guy, and I needed some welding done. Is he a
0: music nerd too? Uh, He appreciates music, mm-hmm. yeah. Because yeah. I mean, if, you're, if you're doing jukeboxes, you'd think you'd like stack the ultimate collection in a jukebox, right? Some of these come with like
1: 45s, full yeah. just a random selection of weird stuff. Yeah. All right, I'm down. I don't need another hobby, but I'm like, I could see (laughs) you getting into jukeboxes. But at any rate, uh, he volunteered to help weld some stuff on my uh, seat that I needed and just made time for me on a Sunday. It took time out and really appreciated his help. Um, So anyways, I'm really happy with how everything's in, the back seat's in, everything carpet's in. Um, I actually got to kind of sit in the back seat after restuffing all the upholstery. And I'm actually really happy. The thing's going to be fun to ride around in. And uh, yeah, a couple of friends have said, what are you working on the seats and stuff for? Does, you haven't even started it. You haven't even got it running. And uh, I'm fine with that. So yeah. I'm just doing it in a weird reverse order. But um, before winter, I hope to have a little blitz where I get the thing running. Uh, and then I spent some quality time with our 47 Chevy we call Oscar. He's a 47 Chevy Fleetline Sportmaster sedan. Nice original car from out in Fulton County and did a little drive uh, with my car club drove through rural Knox County Illinois and mm. drove through a little covered bridge and through some back roads and saw an old Hudson Hornet old Studebaker farm truck and uh, just some really cool stuff along the countryside some old Alice Chalmers uh tractors and you know vintage John Deeres things like that had a nice little cruise a couple of weeks ago with my uh, with my car club and you know what it's it's that's a nice original car it's unrestored but it runs drives and I cleaned it up as best I could and that's one that I appreciate So much, but I take it for granted because it just sits in the garage most of the year. I take it out like two, three times a year, and I put about 250 miles on this thing. And I'm like, why don't I? Same thing with the 55 Plymouth. Like, why don't I drive this more? This is fun to drive. It's a little six cylinder. Doesn't use much gas. It's cheap. And uh, yeah, I took 150 all the way back from Knoxville. Went through Brimfield, Rolling Hills.
0: It was just. That's because you're too busy eyeball cheating on it with every other car that comes by. That's what Sarah (laughs) says.
1: She's like, you know, you need to be grateful for what you have and just enjoy what you have. Was she talking about her or the car? I don't know. Maybe both.
2: (laughs) Because he was, right? He He was out looking at another car with his car? Yeah. That's true.
1: (laughs) You horrible person. That's true. But that, I mean, you guys, anybody who's got more than one vehicle or passion or hobby or interest... When you're spending more time with one, it means you're kind of cheating on or neglecting something else. And it's hard to be all things to all people. But, you know, my, my challenge for myself and for everybody next year, take a day and be like, you know what? I haven't driven this in a while. I'm going to take this to work for a week. Or I'm going to ride this bike, you know, I need to run some errands this weekend. This is what I'm having out and I'm going to run around on this motorcycle for the week, the weekend or whatever. So, like, rotate your stock is what I'm saying. You definitely, you, you get to appreciate it more, and then you also know the next time you take it out, be like, yeah, it was making a little noise. Maybe I need to put some work into this car
0: instead of just let it sit in a garage for another six Can months. Can you imagine a world where people only have one or two cars, Daryl?
2: Right. Sucks. The man or woman that needs to rotate their stock because you're neglecting your seven other cars. You're not driving you know on what? a daily you know, basis. You know
0: he he's like he's like uh, a sister-wives type thing going on there. You need to rotate your stock. Oh, <laughs>
1: I mean, I was it another makes, love
2: That dark? That get dark? dark. Yeah.
0: No. No. I mean, it makes it sound more glamorous than, I'm not the Jay Leno. I don't have like 400 cars, but.
2: You've got some nice stuff, though, yeah, and I'm really excited you, for the Caddy. You you I really the, am. You
0: have a fraction of Jay Leno's cars, but still you a do. decent size fraction.
1: Yeah, but he has people who ride his, and take his stuff out and rotate it and make yeah. sure it works.
0: True.
2: You know, I'm just he, one guy. He pays people to drive his cars. Yeah. Literally. Now,
0: yeah. the day I came over to your house, and I think that was the day you were uh, getting the upholstery worked on at your buddies, uh, Sarah mm. said, Daryl's learning how to weld. She might have upsold that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Because I was excited for that.
1: No, I need to take
0: a class. And, and so We've Drew, talked about that. Drew and I talked about that, too. ICC has night classes for welding. But it's it's more isn't it more like a, a certification or a licensure thing? Oh, I don't know. We should talk to Forty about that because I think maybe like four or five of us can go together. And just I'm serious. Do it. Yeah, I'm down well, with it. If, I think it's a great. Life if you skill. guys have yeah. the
2: material, my buddy Adam is an excellent welder. Is he? Really? I, yes. Like he he did work on my FJ40 tunnel on the one that I sold. But is he an instructor? See, there's one thing about being awesome at it, and there's another about showing other people how to do it. Like as long as you can ex- explain what you're doing and how you're doing it, isn't that an instruction?
0: Like, or does he throw things at you if you do no. it wrong?
2: Okay. No.
1: That's how I do. See, and, and I, I've been criticized. My my lovely wife uh, and other family members have said, you're not a good teacher. <laughs> you just get frustrated when other people don't know what you know and you can't. I'm like, yeah, that's, I, I'm, i my dad was a teacher. I'm at not. At least you acknowledge it. Yeah. So there's, yeah, there's something to that. But I, would you
0: guys be down if there was some sort if, of yes. night class or yes. something? I mean, I, obviously I'm committed. For, I, 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 I probably should not. Overcommit myself, <laughs> but next summer okay. I'm down. <laughs> okay, not like an act, right.
2: I wouldn't take an actual class. I think I would, but like if yeah. somebody had something going on, I would go. Because that's I, me.
0: Okay. Every time a farm store goes out of business, I see a welder for sale for like six ninety nine. I'm like, yeah, I should get that, and I'll never use it. All right. And we have a welder sitting in the shop that nobody's using right now because my last welder went to Rivian, so we need to. I need to. I need somebody – it would be hilarious if there were, every time there was exhaust, they say,
2: hey, Eric, can you go out there welding the exhaust?
0: <laughs> then, then I've totally, like, I've gone complete.
2: So rehearse. can you, like, do the service department, do the social media, and do the welding? You That'd know, I,
0: I remember at the Ford store <laughs> uh, when Green still owned it up in, on Pioneer Park. Yeah. The service manager up there, he was, like, rolling rich. He was out in the shop working on cars. He wore a technician uniform. And then when somebody came, rang a bell, he'd he'd walk, he'd walk up there, and then Ooh. and then of course as a customer, if you have a complaint, you're dealing. Now you've got a guy who's like wiping his hands. You know, the it just it's almost like the the typical stereotypical. You know, yeah. you know this guy's gonna be hard to deal with because he's a technician. You maybe know.
1: that's a good thing. I mean, maybe. maybe you should <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe you
1: should try that. I should. Anyways, that's all I'm working on. Um, and uh, Gabe. You're up to no
0: good. I mean, a, a
1: lot of things.
2: Oh, I'm always up to no good. Yeah, we yeah, have a lot
0: of things. Yeah, let's let's hear the whole skinny because apparently there's some rumors flying around. There was a transport vehicle. In, in all right, Morton all right, all out. right.
2: Okay, we're going to start with that. So I was a little late to the production tonight. Yeah, I know. Um, I sent a picture of a 1962 Ford Vanette, and it's on a modern chassis with the uh, GMC a cab over underneath it. Nice. A gentleman, uh, Stephen, drove up twelve hours today from Alabama, Hmm. pulling a U-Haul trailer with this thing, and it's gorgeous. It's it's patinaed. It has like Gordon chips on the side and on the top, and like spray paint outline. It says "Flash" for the Flash Gordon like tie-in. Is this like a service van type thing? It was like a uniform van or something. It's got like the original like nineteen sixties wood in the back still. And apparently, what happened was it was like a body. And these guys had worked on a little down south and they'd take it to car shows and they'd like camp out underneath it out back. And they'd put like an umbrella out back and they had a couch inside and all this stuff. But this guy uses it as a work truck. It's insane.
1: It's pretty cool. Yeah. It definitely has the look of a weathered old delivery truck, but you could tell there's something, something different about it.
2: Oh, my goodness. And my neighbor texts me instantly. He's like, did you get a new toy? What's going on at your house? Which just cracks me up. But no, uh, I sold the BMW convertible today. Did you really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Is it local? no it's going to alabama oh did you do a trade no
1: oh oh so your 325 went bye-bye
2: the 325 i is gone as of tomorrow morning i have the money so i mean technically it's his right now but uh yeah it just it was too inconvenient to have to like go over to my parents house even though it's like a three-minute walk for people who don't know me through a field and like around some houses but I don't have room in my garage Darrell
0: only it. wishes his, his <laughs> storage units were so close. I know. I know.
1: That was, a, that was a beautiful car. It checked all the boxes of an 80s. But you wrote of, it for the season. You yeah.
0: did it perfectly. You got I, rid I, of it in October. I, I
2: put mean. like two gas tanks in it, which is yeah. probably like 200, maybe 300 miles on the thing total. We had a blast. Rachel was kind of disappointed I sold it. So, like, you know, that makes me feel good that I made a purchase that she actually regretted feel good regretted that I disappointed selling. her. Yeah. <laughs> Versus, like, I bought something and she hated it and she was thrilled that I sold it. That'd Couldn't be the wait. Op- Right. Yeah. That'd be the accident. So it, it's bittersweet, but you know what? He, he's going to love it down there in Alabama. He can drive it so much more than we can. There's yeah. no salt down there. And I really like this guy. He yeah. was a nice guy. I felt bad, like, super talkative, wanted to know everything about the car. And then, like, that's why I was super late tonight because he was just, he was a genuine good guy. Oh, you know know right. what I mean? So, Less
0: blowing up your phone probably did you a favor.
2: Yeah. Okay. I mean we probably should have recorded at my house tonight. We would have been recording like an hour earlier.
0: Yeah, we might have had it. <laughs> we we'd yeah. still record without you. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I know, I know. Yeah. If yeah.
0: so you get uh, So what?
2: Let's go back to this vanette thing. Yeah. Did you buy the vanette? Oh, I wish. I told him, I said, when you go to sell it, message me, because it oh, is okay. amazing. I thought, I thought
0: there was an exchange of property that no. happened. No, okay, I right.
2: wish. No, he pulled up, he he towed the U-Haul trailer. He's like, this thing can tow. This thing can like do so it. So he drove that all the way up here? No AC, no heat. He had the doors open when he rolled up on both sides. Like like, like That a, is so uh, wild. A brown truck. Like
1: yeah, a, like UPS. Yeah,
2: like a UPS. He just had the doors open and was rolled it like up. like American Pickers showing up or something? Almost. Better.
0: It's actually cooler. Yeah. So you to transport you're... that Beamer, did you have to back it onto a dolly? That... Uh,
2: he brought a U-Haul trailer with him. He hasn't loaded it up yet. We're going to a... do that in the morning. Okay. He just, he's going to a hotel tonight. He drove up 12 hours today. So, oh, wow. yeah, it was interesting. But uh, I've sold a couple cars recently. Look at me. The mm-hmm. rabbit's gone. That's another thing in my thing.
0: rabbit You never gone. even drove a car. Does that qualify? I did. I drove around the block. Okay. All right. I had to nurse did it. Did you register it? No. Okay, well there you, go. you didn't
2: own the car. And neither did the previous <laughs> guy. The title had mold on it, literally. <laughs> <laughs> It'd been sitting so long. Yeah. But Gross. no. Um and that's that's one thing. Sometimes like you like a project and you dive into it a little and then you like that it's somebody else's project. Yeah. That's a nice change of pace. It didn't,
0: it didn't bring your passion.
2: because uh, I couldn't drive it. And that's what I've realized too, is like if I tear into a vehicle, it's gonna sit. And that kind of segues into the 1927 Chrysler. Uh-oh. Because We tore into that. We got it running last year. Daryl came over a couple times. We worked on stuff. We got the fuel system going. The brakes were never good, but we drove it with the e-brake, which was sketchy as can be. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. And then uh, this year, I was like, I'm going to really take care of it. I'm going to dive in. And it was terrible. I ordered tires in May, and they said end of July.
0: Oh, yeah. The Coker thing. Is it Coker? Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, through Coker Tire. And I just finally emailed them the other day because I'm like, hey, it's... End of September, what's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, those are, uh, those are pushed back to the end of December. I'm like, why uh, wouldn't you tell me about a six-month delay? And they're like, oh, we'll help you find something else. But uh, the tires are way more expensive now, and we're going to on your original price. So you're paying $111 a tire, and if you order them today, they're $250 a tire. Ouch.
1: That much of a difference.
2: So I'm locked in. Like, what can I do besides ride it out? So yeah. it's been up in blocks. I wanted to get it running this fall. It's not going to happen. It's very depressing. It's a garage stall, you know, shattered dreams, but it is what it is.
1: Hmm. Well, with some of the other stuff, you've, you've freed up a little bit of space and money and resources. You know, maybe maybe that's a good thing and you can get the Chrysler running for next year. It's still one of the ultimate I mean, rumble seat roadsters. It's a really cool, real pretty car.
2: Yeah, I mean, Steve came today and he like he gravitated to the Chrysler and he was asking about it and he was looking at it and touching the paint and I showed him the engine. So it it is a neat car and once it's going, I'm I'm gonna be happy. But right. th- this whole interim is hard. So and the last thing was the uh the BMW motorcycle with the sidecar. I finally got that thing running a couple months ago, like right after I was off the show for a bit and. The kids have had a blast. I can throw both kids in the sidecar. I paid the local shop to just like put in the throttle cables and tune it up a little because I wasn't getting around to it. And in hindsight, I thought the throttle would like snap back more, but it doesn't. So I probably could have done it, hmm. but I just didn't because I thought it would it have that. Didn't motorcycle. trust
0: your own feel on that
2: exactly. I don't have I don't have the years of experience to know that. So, uh, right. but it, it's been a lot of fun. I'm still <laughs> waiting on the title for it, oh, so I'm just uh, you know. Jeez. Cruising in grace right now or whatever you want to call it. But it's been good.
1: It'll happen. I'm glad to see that thing because I knew when in, uh, we went and looked at that originally
0: uh, up in Rochelle, Illinois. Beautiful Rochelle. Uh, That's when you two were uh, doing the show and just buying cars willy-nilly.
2: Oh, we had a crazy like two weeks. Like one day, Daryl and I did like three months worth of stuff.
0: Yeah, actually, it was a lot of fun. And I'm surprised
1: we're both still here. <laughs> but uh, no, the thing ran great. Mechanically, that thing sounded good. The motor, you know, didn't smoke, didn't make any noise. I said, "Well, this is going to be a good runner." And it's only got what, like ten thousand, eleven thousand miles on it. I don't know. <laughs> it's really low. Yeah. I have no idea. I don't remember. It's, it's really low. <laughs> so there's lots of life left in that thing, and I'm glad you you're getting out. And uh, did you have to put new tires on it?
2: Uh, I had to put a tube in the rear. Okay. And I put a battery in it, which I had to take the whole rear fender off to put in. Um, but then I put on the new carbs, and then, like I said, I had them hook it up and tune it. But I took it to a, a motorcycle competition the other weekend, and That's right. <laughs> I was the only non-Harley in the motorcycle competition in Tremont here.
0: Yeah, so you're in Tremont, Illinois.
2: Yeah, yeah. and I gave him a hard time. I was like, hey, I should get an award, only non-Harley. And then they gave me one, and it was hilarious. Nice. And then uh, a guy crashed his beautiful RX-7 Velside <laughs> body kit edition with an LS3 in it right in front of my eyes, like like YouTube. That's traumatic. Like... I literally—it's uh, sad because I didn't care at all if the guy was okay. I was so sad for the car. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: and, and the the body kit and all that—that's like uh, Fast and Furious. Isn't that what Dom drove in that the, the um, Diesel's character.
2: I don't know if they had the body kits on it with it. Um, Dom never. No, Dom was American Muscle. No,
0: I th- somebody had an the RX-7. Was
2: the the, uh, no, the guy uh, in Tokyo Drift?
0: You're not down with the... No, uh, I didn't. I uh, Actually, Tokyo Drift was probably the best of the Fast and Furious movie, as far as I was concerned.
2: That's a weird statement, but I'll allow it.
0: Yeah, I like it. I have not watched the second one. I've the, watched I, every other one. I'm pretty sure one. the
2: second one is the worst Fast and Furious they made.
1: Well,
0: yeah, but that's I don't know. Fast. When they start like driving on ice and they're jumping in submarines, I mean, I, that seems like we're... We've, so believable. Yeah. We've, <laughs> and then the when the car's spiraling over a bridge and they he jumps out the perfect time and lands on the other car... You questioned the physics on that? Yeah, there? I did. I'm sorry. I mean, I can believe a lot for movies, but I, I, then it becomes laughable.
2: Yeah. Eric did, doesn't like the physics. He's no. out. Yeah. Did
0: anybody ever say,
1: I expected more from this Vin Diesel movie? Yeah. <laughs> anybody ever say I that did. phrase?
0: Apparently, rob- apparently I did. I'd like my money back, please. I paid 750 for a ticket, and this movie sucks.
1: <laughs> Get in line, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah, the line's over there. <laughs> mm. He's cutting. <laughs>
1: Uh, uh, Gabe, it sounds like you've had a, a productive fall, and I'm glad you're able to uh, make lemons out of lemonade. I don't know what that means.
0: I don't know. He, uh, did he have lemonade? Because it seemed to me like I mean,
1: no. Just the. Why would he make
0: lemons? That doesn't even make sense. Well,
1: the rabbit was something that he got. He <laughs> bought, and
0: he was trying to get. Sounds like he made lemonade the... out of some lemons.
2: So I I got <laughs> sold on the rabbit. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna ignore these guys. Thank you. I got sold on the rabbit the same way. The buyer got sold on it. It's such a good deal. Like you guys talked about it in another right. show. Eric's like, I should buy that and tuck it away. Should. Like he was all about it. It's a good price. I paid fifteen hundred dollars for like a mostly rust-free nineteen eighty-three Volkswagen Rabbit yeah. Cabriolet. Yeah. Like what you can't argue with that. Automatic though, right? No, it was five-speed. Oh five-speed. my yeah. god,
0: even more reason. I know with the golf and, ball shifter. Uh.
2: Well, and that was the GTI one they'd put on with the GTI steering wheel, which weren't, and it had a couple other custom things, but like. End of the day, the car didn't run and do you have the time to store it or the money to pay somebody else to figure it out or do you want to figure it out? And I worked on that thing 10, 20 times, tinkering with this and that, adjusting things, replacing like a relay or a fuel filter and it never came up for me. And so I sold it to another guy who's like, oh, that's just too good of a deal to pass up. He didn't need it just like I didn't, but he paid two grand and I got my money out of it that I put into it with batteries and things like that. Good day. It's
1: good. Call it a day. That's the same when I sold my 58 Plymouth. Sure, if I had unlimited time, unlimited funds and I really just that was the car I wanted to spend my time with, great. And after 2 years I'm like, no, it's not it. Mm-hmm. It's not happening. Send yeah. it send it down the line someone else can have it. And I, you know, I'd be surprised if I find that thing runs and drives anytime soon.
2: <laughs> it's funny yeah. because the rabbit is parked on North Main and Morton. Like next it? to Colette's because he knows the guy that owns the parking lot, oh. and I drive by it all the time, and I just point it out, and it hasn't moved.
0: That's funny. <laughs> Maybe I can still pick it up. Maybe it's for, <laughs> you see it for sale signs. Hey, science, I know the six guy. Months. No, I don't need it. I need it like I need another hole in my head, and uh, I've certainly tried to drill as many as I can. And you know, right, it's like, right, just like all of us here have. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, ready to move on to the news segment.
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, time for some news.
0: <laughs> time for the news all right, coming first in international news, this is from the Detroit Bureau. This is the Throne Wrenches Bureau, I think, Daryl. It is. It's hard to believe it's been two decades since the Mini washed up on American shores once again. To celebrate, the Mini has released a 2023 Mini edition. It's a 20-year edition. The 2023 Mini S hardtop four-door is now appearing in U.S. dealers with a manufacturer's suggested retail price of 37185 one hmm. eighty-five.
2: For <laughs> half a car. Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> they, a little bit.
0: They are, they, I think they have grown a little bit. So, I mean, you could justify a little bit of that. Including destination handling, it's offered in three colors used for both the American and the British flags. A chili red and a pepper white. Was that chili it's red? It's red, white, and blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Chili red, pepper white, <laughs> and island blue. Why can't we just say red, white, and blue, Sorry. That's Fancy. A, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's our bureau people. And with a silver roof and mirror caps, a driver's side... Uh, the hood wears an offset stripe in red, white, and blue. So I bring... The, there were a million international articles I could have picked up. Yeah. But this you one... chose that I one. think the reason I picked this one up, were you a fan of the rooftop flag on the minis when they came out?
1: No. No. And even the old ones, when somebody shows up at a British car show with one... You don't like it. No. I think it's it's just passe. It's played out.
2: I've just been watching the Austin Powers third movie over yes. the last yes. three days. Yes. Ms. Kensington. And, yeah. And... It's great. The Mini, and that's great. Yeah. With the the British Union Jack on the top and everything. Yeah. Oh, come on. I mean, that's, that's how the car was meant to be enjoyed. Well,
0: and so when the fir- the car first showed up in the United States 20 years ago, I mean, it was a little bit iconic. I'm like, look, you got a Mini and you got the flag. It's kind of cool. And Austin Powers, I think maybe that movie was just out at the same time, which seems crazy that that's only 20 years ago that Austin Powers... Well, appeared. that'd be the third one, but yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but realistically... the first one, he had a Jaguar E-Type, and I'm like, okay, that's
0: cool. Yeah. But then he but, sold his soul. But but what's funny when you think about it, I don't know that they've really done that over the last 20 years. I mean, I think on those first editions that came out, you saw it quite a bit. And maybe some guys had thrown some decals on their cars. Yeah. So, I mean, was it time to come back? I mean, I think it was kind of cool. It was retro, maybe. It's a little throwback. It's a throwback to the... Daryl's rolling his eyes. Daryl has no... He's complete disdain. I don't like retro. I
2: just don't think the Mini's been cool for a long time.
1: No, I'm I'm original. I'd rather have... (laughs) (laughs) a real mini Cooper uh, as opposed to like
0: the reboot. It's like the, the newer Beatles.
1: Are they cute? That's not.
0: Oh, Beatles. I thought you meant, I thought you meant like a reincarnation of like, John Paul George, no,
1: like a Beatles <laughs> cover band, yeah, exactly.
0: American English. It's a that? love show. It's at Vegas. It's just like the Beatles, yeah, but it's not the Beatles. But they're not the Beatles. <laughs>
1: no, I I think it's cool. Um, you know, they're they're fun little toss around cars. I I know, uh, I've got some friends that have had the little the Cooper S's with the little supercharger, and they're fun, but they're really not a British car anymore. They're a BMW. Mm-hmm. They're all made by BMW. The Price of uh, maintenance and stuff like that is very, very German. It's a, it's, it's expensive little car to
0: maintain. I don't know. I you, just, do you know anybody's had a warranty claim and had to take it to Chicago? No, that's no. kind of the fun thing because if you really? buy one, yeah, I had a friend of mine who bought one in Chicago, had a warranty claim And Layman's in in Peoria is a BMW store. Uh huh. They don't have to honor the warranty for the minis. There. They say, no, you got to take it to the Mini of Chicago, or whatever. So for service,
1: they could probably do yeah. service, but they don't want to do the, yeah.
0: yeah. Well, they, I don't know if they can. I, I think for a true warranty claim, they may not be allowed to since they're not a mini dealer. Like an authorized dealer. Yes, yeah.
1: See, I, I feel the same way about like Alfa Romeos or yeah. some of the cars that, you know, Maseratis that you see around here. And like, oh, that's cool. Where do you even, mm-hmm. you have to go to a big city to get any kind of service on those.
0: A, a guy I know in Peoria who had, had done some rallies with me in Champagne and stuff like that, he bought a Lucid. Ooh. Beautiful car. Aren't those like 200K? Uh, I think 100 I, just I, it's just a hundred. So, well, well, the guy <laughs> hasn't Believe changed. me, the Porsches he bought were all about hundred thousand. So I think it's in that. Yeah, okay, it, okay. I, I don't know hundred thousand for a four door car. It's just it, I don't know. It it's a nice car. It's cool, but you brought yourself out into the wasteland of central Illinois with this cool car, and now as soon as it breaks down or has a problem or there's a glitch it's on a flatbed for four hours maybe, maybe i don't know does somebody come down from chicago and plug into it i mean what happens i don't know
2: you know what's hilarious is i didn't remember until this conversation that i put down a deposit on a myers max 2.0 I, <laughs> dude i want, i have
0: been telling people that's what I want,
2: the electric dune buggy was a thousand or five hundred
0: dollars how much was it? Was five hundred dollars i did it I, like
2: a month or two dude, ago I and i just
0: remembered you're serious <laughs> yeah did they even announce the sticker price? No, yeah. I don't
2: know how much it's going to cost or when.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you can always sell that, can't you?
2: Or just refund it? Yeah, but like you're talking about, like, oh, where are you going to service it? I'm like, oh shit, no, this car's Meyers like Manx. out of California. No, what am I doing?
0: No, that's a, that's a third third stall car anyway. I mean, Myers Manx, you don't buy as you're well. Really it's not drive. street legal. It's not at all. No. Oh, I thought it was. Mm-mm. Oh, so you couldn't even drive it in Morton to the the Dairy Queen?
2: He's, I mean, in Morton, to. you might be able to. Yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. He will. Let's be careful. You're running for office. Let's not say anything too sketchy here.
1: No, it's fun, though. But, uh, no, it, it's something to think about. If you hey. buy something unique like that, yeah. you're going to have to, at some point, it's got to go to a dealership. Yeah,
0: And if think. you paint the roof with a Union Jack, Daryl will hate you forever. <sighs> Such a terrible person. <laughs> oh, Daryl, Lordstown, they are back. They're back, baby. I don't know about that. This is, uh, according to Clean Technica, this is on our national news, Lordstown Motors somehow is not dead. They build two trucks. That is literally the headline. While Tesla posted news about delivering more than 300,000 vehicles last quarter, some underappreciated scribe was tolling away at a press release announcing that Lordstown had indeed begun producing its hub-motored power electric truck. The Lordstown is pleased to announce in our first commercial release production, the Endurance vehicle have rolled off the production line at Foxconn EV Ohio plant, read a press release statement, uh, adding that, the third is expected to be completed <laughs> shortly. We didn't just make two. We're going to make three. We got the third One's one coming. On I mean, scratch-built, hand-built. I mean, that's some artisan stuff, right? Second coat's going on now, Mr. McFly. Hand-stitching? Yeah. Yes. Uh, we will continue to build a slow rate as we address the remaining part, pedigree, and availability issues. We expect to increase the speed of production into November and December, said Edward Hightower, Lordstown CEO and president. Yeah, that, I mean, that's great news. I know you were busy <laughs> Is Because Daryl is a fan <laughs> of the Lordstown factory. I want to make sure that this, this factory is up and running and making things, right? Do you, be...
2: do you like the factory or the cars? I think he
0: likes the factory more than anything that's ever come up I of like this. the factory. It's a former GM factory. So. so you
2: could care less about Lordstown or the cars. You just want the factory to do well.
0: Nah, the people there are pretty cool. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, a, he's a
2: fan of Ohio. Right. I am. He's a I fan
0: am. of the people who the, you know, pull their, their lives it's up by the bootstrap. The yeah, I mean,
1: yeah. Lordstown's just outside of uh, Youngstown. Which is outside of some other town. Oldstown. And uh, I saw Eddie Money performing at a Sears parking lot (laughs) at a mall in Youngstown, Ohio in 2000. Classy. And one.
0: Didn't he do some commercials right before he died? What was the... Uh, it was like
1: Geico or Progressive yeah. or something. He was like,
0: shaking.
1: He was He was singing some of his songs. No, Two was, Tickets to Paradise. Two Tickets
0: to Paradise. That's what it I was. I thought it was Allegiant. Uh, yeah, who knows?
1: No, nah, I think it was car insurance. <laughs> but it was when car insurance commercials started getting funny. Yeah. Everyone had to have like a funny little bit. Yeah. And they brought Eddie Money on. I'm like, what in the heck is he doing yeah. on there?
0: Was Flo in there? I think Flo was involved. Probably. Yeah,
2: please no.
1: Yeah. By, by the way, that's like a 25-year ad campaign that needs to just go down the river. <laughs>
2: Talk about a career that should have never happened.
1: Exactly. Like,
2: she just got this spokeswomanship.
0: All right. we and, We've oh, talked about rich. this on several shows. All right. We, she's uh, terrible. Yeah,
2: she's terrible.
1: Yeah, though. Terrible. yeah She's yeah. the
0: worst. When we do our third podcast someday, The Case Against, the Flo case. will probably be in there, right? She'll be in there. Yeah. As well as uh, Charo and uh, Steve Martin
1: and the the, the um, Martin Short. Who, who's the no? I like I like Martin Short. Okay. Steve Martin is. He's he's done. <laughs> uh, and then also who's the Flex Tape guy? Flex Tape. The guy who makes the storm door and coats it with Flex Tape, Flex Seal. How
0: can you hate a commercial presenter?
2: Because <laughs> he, was he presenter? has too many infomercials. He, he a has, presenter. He has, That's he has, a British he has, term. He has no
0: career outside that commercial. I mean, Steve right. Martin. Billy has a, Mays. A, a... <laughs> right. <laughs> right. 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 Same, same kind of deal. Okay, yeah. but, but Steve Martin has a career of, of things you can hate. Uh-huh. The guy with, who's taping the screen door <laughs> is just one commercial. Do
1: you ever look at somebody <laughs> and just know that they're a terrible human
0: being?
2: This is Step Brothers. I don't know what okay. it is about your face, Yeah, okay. but I want to change it. But I'm going to okay. punch you in the face. So. I'm going
0: to punch you in the face. <laughs> so I had a sales manager. This is uh, going way off the script, folks. This is outside the low. news, just so you know. I'm just going <laughs> to let everybody know. So years ago when I was a salesman, my sales manager... He was, he was doing some Saturday morning speak. We're talking and everything. He's like, hey, you know what would be great for the team? Sometimes you'll just walk out and you'll talk to someone in the lot. You'll just go face-to-face with them, and you'll know within seconds whether or not you're going to have a meaningful, meaningful conversation, if you are going to gel. Mm. What you should do is if you decide that you can't work with this person, it's not going to work out, you should walk back inside and grab another salesman. Well, no salesman <laughs> ever going to give up a, you know, no. a, a chance at a car sale. No. But it's true. I mean, there's many times you just literally handshake. How you doing today? We are not going to work out. I can already tell.
1: It's like a date. It's yeah. like if it, when you were you were dating back in the day. Everybody's had a date with someone right off the gate. You're just like, this is not it. And it, they might be a perfectly normal, yeah. lovely person, but you're like, I, I ain't feeling this. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, that's very primal. I don't understand why we need to like pretend that isn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, So, yeah, whether it's sales, whether it's a relationship, whether it's a work dynamic, whether it's an interview, a job interview, you guys, we've all been on job interviews before where you're like, "Mm, I would not be happy here.
2: (laughs) I (laughs) argued with a guy in a job interview once. How? Literally. As a candidate or? Yeah, as as a young attorney. And Uh he was trying to hire me in Peoria and he's like, oh, uh, this is the kind of attorney I think you are and this and that. And I'm like, you don't even know me. And I literally argued with him and it was amazing. And I'm so glad I didn't get that job.
1: Uh, Um, Is this attorney still in business? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Prominent
2: divorce lawyer in Peoria. And uh, I knew people that worked for him after and they were all like, good on you for not getting that job.
0: Yeah, you did the right thing. Does Does Rachel Rachel like your convictions? Or is she upset that you didn't take that job?
2: Oh, no. She didn't want me to work there. All right. I did yeah. I did fine back then. Now it is.
0: All right.
1: <laughs> so two two vehicles from Lordstown. That counts, hey, right? the third on the way. Work,
0: strong work, Lordstown. I knew things were going good there. I think that's why I made a bunch of memes on them six months ago. A plus. Yeah. I, right. was, I was on top of that.
1: Okay, so here's another article from the uh, National News subheading. Uh, Used cars have become unaffordable. This is from uh, Chris Isidore from CNN Business. Uh, High prices and rising interest rates are putting used cars out of reach for a growing number of car shoppers. That's bad news for CarMax. That's the nation's largest used car dealer. CarMax is reporting that its earnings plunged 54%. That's right, 54%. It's the number of cars it sold in the quarter fell 6.4% 6.4% compared to one year ago. So company, like a balloon popping noise. Like <coughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. The company blamed vehicle affordability challenges. That's actually a really fancy way of saying people can't buy stuff because they ain't got money. Yeah. Uh, affordability challenges stemming from widespread inflationary pressures—definitely
0: no pleasure—is not
1: inflationary pressures. Wow, uh, as well as climbing interest rates and low consumer confidence. Although higher prices lifted the company's overall revenue, results were well below forecasts from analysts surveyed by Refinitiv. Yeah, a,
0: a think tank that works on these things. I mean, yeah, yeah
1: people—they're well known. Car prices, of course, climbing steadily in the last two years. There's a shortage of parts, particularly computer chips, limited supplies in the face of strong consumer demand. Let me ask you this, though. What's that? Uh, Have you noticed used cars? This is saying used cars are basically becoming unaffordable for many Mm -hmm. because of inflation, interest rates, things like that. Are you starting to see used car
0: values, prices start to
1: fall a little bit
0: i think that's kind of yeah everything's kind of dropping and Mm. this is happening in real estate too a friend of mine's a realtor uh you know once interest rate i mean literally we're talking about what one two percent interest rates on cars here for the last year to hell it's been the last 10 years we've had like zero percent apr floating around on stuff it's been nice yeah it's been nice. So now all of a sudden that, that car payment that was you know at 0% was $350. And it, that number is even ridiculous now because the new car payment is probably 750 a month.
1: It's, people, people are like, I want to get it
0: under 350 a month. Good yeah. luck. Go back, get a time machine, go back to 1998. Yeah. What are you buying for $15,000, right? Nothing. Yeah. Uh, but no, you're paying 750 a month. And and now if we take an interest rate that was maybe 2 or 3%, because I remember SefQ even on like a shady – Questionable used car was like three point seven five. Yeah, now we're hitting people at seven and eight mm-hmm. percent. Holy smokes, man! That changes everything. So ultimately, just like a house, if you can't sell it, now the price has to come down to compensate for the interest rate because nobody's paying cash, right? So, right. so rates are definitely going to have an effect on on that. Well, does that raise the inventory levels? Does that level that off? Did did it help stop inflation? I don't know. I, I wouldn't argue that. But same thing with housing. Did it slow down the housing market? It has. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what they do from here. I read an article today that the EU is telling the United States to stop raising interest rates because it's having effect across the world. There's
1: something to be said for that. Yeah. Anybody who works in home mortgage, finance, uh, real estate, yeah. you know any people? kind of lending. Yeah. It's, it's become an issue where things have slowed down dramatically. That being said, people are always going to need to purchase things. Mm-hmm. If your your time is up, the family truckster blows up, you're still going to need to buy a new vehicle. Oh, it's, a, it's
0: a terrible time. I mean, if you're lucky, you can find a car out there that is fits the need, but a lot of times you're just kind of getting whatever is available, right? Whatever they have. Yeah, yep. exactly. I had a guy walk up to me at that ICC Power Day. One of the instructors goes, "Hey, when do they get to the point where I can uh, order the car I want, I'm, I'm trying to order a certain. I'm like." <laughs> it's not going to happen. He goes, well, it's, it's kind of got to be hurting business that people can't pick out what they want. I'm like, it's not. People don't care. I said, seven cars showed up on transport the other day. Guess what? Those seven cars were gone within you know four to eight hours because yeah. the salesman called all the customers and said the cars are here. Yeah, they it's not
1: 1972 anymore. Yeah. You can't go in and just cherry pick the options, yeah. the color, the uh, all the things that you want. No, which is unfortunate because if you look back now, if you were to find. Yeah, I looked at a guy's 70 Mustang with a four. It was a base model Mustang, two-door notchback, not even a fastback. It wasn't a Mach 1. It wasn't a Boss, but it was a 428 Super Cobra Jet motor, C6 automatic, and some other oddball options. And it was like a one of one. And I'm like, this is cool, and it's worth a fair amount of money. But it's worth that because somebody went into a dealership and said, "I want a green this, check, 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 check all the boxes." Yeah, you you haven't been able to do that for probably thirty years, and you're never going to be able to do that in the future. As much as you kind of get some of the personalization options, yeah, you know, I look at like some of the Rivian options. And I'm like, oh, the color with this interior, like that would be cool. That'd be kind of cool. It's like you can't, you can't really do what you want to
0: do. No, it pretty much everything's happening now. It's just. Whatever parts are available, so they're going to load them up with everything because they want to have the highest profit potential on a car because let's face it, if we can only sell one car for what we should have sold five of last year, Gonna we're going gonna to load up with everything, yeah. and uh, that's not even dealer's choice. That's just the manufacturer just throwing extra You know – they're unloading the bins on these cars yeah. just to make them as valuable as possible.
1: And meanwhile, I'd be there for the end of the year where they get the, oh, here's one with a rubber floor mat and roll-up windows.
2: <laughs> they call that a Dodge.
1: He's <laughs> <laughs> <here's> a Ram.
2: <laughs> no, but part of it too I think is that um, they're going to get more expensive next year. Like it's a good deal to buy any car or anything right now because prices are just going up. The couch I bought like four years ago mm-hmm. cost four hundred dollars more today. It was like a like a thousand dollar couch now it's like a fourteen hundred dollar couch. It's ridiculous.
1: That's, that's the thing too. I hate to sound like an alarmist because it makes people stockpile. It makes people you know hoard things. Things are not going to get cheaper. No. I'm sorry. It, it, even if you're buying bottom end kind of entry level stuff. It doesn't matter if it's a TV, a computer, a couch, or, you know, a Tacoma. It's not going to get cheaper. No. Yeah. And if you wait for
0: it, whatever. But um, I don't know. I, I think uh, you and I talked offline before. I think, let's just say a year from now, mm-hmm. the inventory actually starts showing up a lot. And yeah. it's not selling. That word rebate is going to come back. You know, we, The old chestnut, the old rebate. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> talked rebates in years. Maybe for, it, like, it,
2: Fiat. <laughs> no, I have to come back for Toyota. But, no, but seriously
0: think about it. When was the last time there was a rebate on Tacoma's? You know? So if the new Tacoma, the new Tundra comes out and the new Tundra, I mean heck they're seventy thousand dollars for some of these high end ones. Yeah. You know, if a year from now there's a bunch of them sitting in the Chicago region, guess what? Rebates. And it wasn't that long ago, you know, that, that we talked about the Twitter never did, but uh, you know, GM and all those other guys had rebates on everything.
1: GM had when we went looking for trucks before we settled on the on the Tundra we test drove a Z71 Silverado crew cab with a 53 and lots of nice options mm-hmm. with a $15,000 rebate <laughs> and it was to the point where I walked in there and it was like a $58,000
0: truck and at the end it was like this is affordable
2: that's comical you know, today it, comical
0: it is I'll well, give it a year just see what happens because if the economy no. the economy slightly slows down and and we've overpriced everything cuz of inflation Rebates will come back. But
1: you're still going to be – what are you – interest rate are you paying? And,
0: and there's another reason why you have to have rebates because the interest rates are going to make it unaffordable. The manufacturers know this. You know They're the ones holding the cards for the finan- – every manufacturer has its own financial arm. Mm-hmm. So we can either cut ourselves short on, on the rebate, on, on the selling of the vehicle, or we can cut ourselves short on the interest rate. You know, Either way, you're going to be
1: moving product. Yeah, exactly. You have to. You have to. So, Gabe, when are you buying your new Capstone Tundra?
2: Uh, I don't want that. I actually – I've only ever bought one new car in my life. It was a Supra, and I miss it. And
0: I tell that story all the time. That
2: would be the next one that I buy again. Is I want another Supra. That, that, kid, that <laughs> kid who
0: called you and said, "Hey, you want to buy it back?"
2: Yeah, yeah. He bought it and he had it for like three months. He's like, "Oh, we're having a baby." <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? You bought a two-year-old used Supra. Yeah, and instantly had a baby. Yeah. Good on you, bud.
0: You know where the car's at right now? No, because you you've been tracking it. No, I haven't. Well, After that were.
2: guy left it, I, I lost it.
0: You have a GPS, an AirPod on a GPS. <laughs> I, okay,
2: I can't say that I legally put a tracker on it. So yeah, fine, fine.
1: <laughs> But maybe that's why he is expecting a baby. He bought a Supra, dude.
2: That thing will get it done. Let it me goes. tell you. <laughs> if you need to have a baby, folks, you go buy a new Supra. Right. You're gonna have babies coming out the wazoo. There you hello,
0: go, hello, lady. <laughs> that's great. That's good to know. I, I'm sure Janice. Or Jan can use that in the Toyota commercials, I'm <laughs> sure. Family-friendly ad yeah, exactly. campaign. Exactly. Do you want All to right. take this next article here, Gabe? Uh, I, don't Ford, th- Ford. I don't even know what we're going to I know you kind of stepped away there. Ford Motor Company? National News.
2: Uh, Ford Motor Company has delayed deliveries of certain vehicles because it didn't have the blue oval badges that go on them. <laughs> oh,
0: my that God. That seems like a faux
2: pas. Another example of how supply chain challenges have hit automakers. The car company has run into supply constraints, with the brand name badges and the nameplates that specify the model. According to people familiar with the matter, uh, both parts are affixed to the vehicle's exterior and important identifiers in the automaker's products. A company spokesman said that, uh, confirmed that it had some vehicle shipments because of a lack, I'm sorry, it held some vehicle shipments because of a lack of badges. So, they're missing like a three dollar badge, seriously, and they're not seriously. shipping out a vehicle. You got a
0: whole car built, and you have no. I mean, on the Toyota, the front end badge has the the sonar and the other controls in it. Oh yeah, but you would think that if you just had a basic badge like you're talking about, dude, just go on eBay. There's some guys that are Alibaba. Just you know, get a bunch of You, scent. you right. have
2: badges with controls in them?
0: No, they have the electronics now oh, for the laser wow. cruise. So if you, it, it used to be. I got one of those right there, the old chrome style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't make them that way anymore. They're like they got a, like a film behind them, and they're like all solid plastic piece, and it's got all your controls for the uh, the laser cruise and the the brake assist.
2: Nothing is cheap anymore. You can't replace a new badge for three dollars anymore. From what yeah. you're saying, no, like, not
0: uh, not on the Toyota hood ornament. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, my
2: wife's uh, phone screen broke recently, and they have the fingerprint reader in the screen now. Yeah, what? so instead of being like a, a $50, $75 fix, it's like $200. Yeah. Like, why are they doing this? This is stuff that breaks or falls off. Whoa,
0: whoa, off. whoa. We're the old men at the table, not you. Yeah, yeah. Where did you get I
1: don't, I it? don't <laughs> like
2: modern technology. In my that's, day. Hey, wait ter- till we get to grinding of gears. Yeah. Coming out.
0: I'm coming out. He's, he's crotchety already. <laughs> oh, God. And uh, let's uh, let's see here. We got it. We, we've we got a little long here. Let's just go uh, one other thing here. New York state plans to adopt California's rules approved in August that would require all new vehicles sold in the state by the year 2035 to be electric or a plug-in hybrid. Governor Kathy Hochul said on Thursday, Hochul said in a statement that she has directed the state environmental agency proposed to finalize rules adopting California's plan setting yearly rising emission rules starting in 2026 to phase out gas-only vehicles by 202035. That's from Reuters. Um, I mean, this. I actually, in my mind, going from all emission stuff is always California, Massachusetts, right? I mean, that was always the way. But New York is right there. Mm-hmm. I'm always surprised as Illinois residents that we get away with murder downstate like we do. I'm just waiting for the hammer to fall on us in Illinois. There was talk about that years ago,
1: but it it died a slow, painful death. I, thank, I thank will God. fight against
2: that. Thank, well, thank God. Yeah, <laughs> Good,
1: but the good fight. New York has a lot of other things it needs to clean up before it needs to focus on <laughs> tailpipe emissions. i just throw that out there. Uh, but, no, at the same time, uh, do you see other states doing this across the, 2035, 2030? 2030, that's
0: kind of— Washington, Oregon. I could see the whole West yeah. Coast falling in line. I could see Connecticut and uh, Massachusetts, New Hampshire, Vermont. Washington. I could see it.
2: But what, what is this at this point besides a deadline a decade down the road— that we can just push or change? What is it?
0: Well, I think uh, it falls in line. So California is really the driver of all this because they're one of the world's largest economies. So obviously nobody gives a, a squirt about what's going on in Massachusetts or Vermont or you know whatever. So, But if California is driving this, they just adopt those policies. And you're right. If it ends up getting pushed back, if California pushes it back, those others will probably fall in suit. But realistically, they're just mirroring those laws because they ad- admire whatever California is doing or they... They want to be lockstep. It's obviously political, but uh,
1: it gives politicians there too something to say, like I've done I've passed legislation to clean emissions or go to a a
0: zero emission vehicle. It's not precedent setting. It's already been done. So they're just following somebody else's footsteps.
2: Yeah, but they're just setting something that won't necessarily happen. So maybe it's a feather in the cap and maybe it's a goal or something they want to push towards. But Mm, like realistically on the day to day Eh, we'll see if it happens,
1: right? With all the European stuff, too, uh, Mm -hmm. all the automakers pushing towards that 2035-ish goal, let's just say, EVs being a foregone conclusion by that time anyways, they really don't have to do anything differently. The market's going to bear what... People are going to start buying more and more EVs just because. So they don't have to... It doesn't have to be a target that they hit. It's just naturally things are going to... It's the natural progression of things. It's kind of like saying, like... I passed legislation to make wireless phone devices a thing or something. But, like, people are going, I don't know. You know what I mean? I'm not explaining I it said
2: right. everybody should get on the Internet, and then it happened. Then, I'm the best. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what Daryl's saying. Thank yeah. you. Thank you for being It, it is a natural course of what's going to happen, and they're just hoping to jump on the train early and also say, I supported the environment with EVs.
1: Yeah, or like Al Gore said,
0: I invented the Internet. I think he said just like that. He did. Can you actually prove he didn't? As Tipper said, don't listen to that record. (laughs) That's fine.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right. Is it time? uh, Are we doing local or no?
0: Nah. Uh, I don't think so. Carvana.
1: By the way, Carvana is still in trouble in Illinois. Carvana. They'll
2: get out of it. It's lawyers. You think so? Yeah.
1: I thought they yanked Carvana's license here. Yeah. They did. They lost their privilege. They
2: probably want money and then they'll get right back in it. Come on.
1: So they'll make some sort of. Are you kidding? arrangement?
2: If it makes dollars, it makes sense, Daryl.
1: As long as I can buy a car and a vending machine, I don't care. First
0: off, Elmer... G4. Elmer Garza is the Illinois Secretary of State Police Director. Elmer Garza. Those two names (laughs) can't even work together, can they? Like, (laughs) one is a cartoon and one is a tough guy? Yeah, well, I don't know. But he said the department's received more than 100 complaints from customers who reported Carvana failing to transfer their titles. That's what this all boils down to.
2: Oh, so that's like the Peoria case I had, where the guy was selling cars and then not transferring the title, and then he could just pull it back and resell it when they didn't make a payment. Good sounds, for Carvana. Sounds yeah. a little shady. Make lots of money. I, oh, by I'm the good. way,
1: I like saying it like Gabe. Carvana? I like I, Carvana, too. Like Vanna White.
0: Yeah. You got any more of them Toyotas down there? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> I like Italian food at Olive Garden.
0: <laughs> I'm just
2: a little more Southern, you
1: guys. No, it's great. <laughs> Speaking of uh, things going South, is it about that time, Eric? It's time
2: for your Moment of Mind.
0: All right, is the deal back on? Elon Musk is getting closer to buying Twitter. This is from the AP. There's a whole bunch of people who wrote this article on October 4th. The tumultuous saga of Elon Musk on-again, off-again relationship to buy Twitter took a turn on Thursday when the CEO posted he's going to buy the company for the original agreed price of $44 billion. He made a surprising turnaround, not on Twitter, uh, but it has been as custom, but in a letter to Twitter to the company disclosing in you know, a filing the U.S. Securities, blah, 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 who gives crap about that? that <laughs> in response, Twitter said it intends to close at a transaction price of 54.2 after the share, after receiving the letter. But the company stopped short of saying it's dropping its lawsuit against a billionaire, Tesla CEO. We don't think Twitter will give up its right to the trial date on Musk's word. It's going to need more certainty about the closing, said Andrew Jennings from the Brooklyn School of Law Trading on Twitter stock, which has been halted for much of Thursday pending the release of the news, resumed trading on Tuesday and soared 22% to $52. Yeah. Who bought Twitter stock? Any of you?
2: No. Well, yeah. that's your moment of Musk. That was your moment of Musk. I'm like a mascot at this point. You can give
0: me that file, and I'm going to just edit. edit. <laughs> just take it, it out? It, it, it'll be my turn. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, to edit the show. All right, so we, we're going to hop right into You alluded to this earlier, Gabe. You have a grinding of the gears.
2: Why am I the only one that's grinding? Because you guys I, are old. No, you're cranky. Man, no,
0: man. Grinding. I'm, I'm happy. so happy-go-lucky. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I generally find the best in human beings, Gabe. That's <laughs> my <place.
2: laughs> And insert Jimmy Fallon break. No, Uh, I I had a couple things this week, and I don't know if I've talked about this before, but the modern cars with the touch screens and like you get, I get in my car, and the music starts playing, and guess what happens? It's beeping. I got to put my seatbelt on. I got to put it in gear, and I got to do this and that, and I cannot change the radio station. And you know what? I have different tastes than my wife, and maybe I'm listening to a station. That a, a radio song comes on, I don't like. Maybe Cardi B is just blaring in my ears, and I don't want that.
1: That's Eric's preset, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You've got you a know Cardi what? B playlist.
2: You literally cannot click the button. It does not work.
1: You can't advance it?
2: No, because it's all touchscreen-based, and it's all delayed. So you get in your car, and you have no control. Sounds like a Rivian problem. And I, No, it's our Land Cruiser. It's oh. <laughs> anything with a touchscreen. screen.
1: Yeah, no, I'll get you that. When you first sync it up, right?
2: When you first turn it on. I want a button and a knob. I get my 2008 FJ Cruiser, and if I don't like the song that's playing, I can instantly click a button while I'm putting on my seatbelt, while I'm putting it in reverse.
0: I just fist-bumped. Yeah. Yeah. uh, yeah, Is this like Paul Hollywood doing the
1: handshake? I mean, no. Who does... Howie Mandel does a fist bump. Do, I guess, Br- British baking show. Do you ever watch that? Yeah, I
2: do. Okay. <laughs> this is like the third reference to the Great uh, I, do, I do. I <laughs> do. There's a new season going on.
1: <laughs> but only if he, uh, It's a good bike. And he like shakes their hand. Yeah. Like he, a, he, talk, he, he,
0: he doesn't talk like that? with a. No, he doesn't talk like that. He talks like the American guy on the show. I, by the way, I'm sorry. We're taking away from Gabe's <laughs> angst. No, we'll that's good. Dial to it down. Hollywood. No, no, that's fine. I like the fact that he's a crotchy old man. Go for it.
2: Yeah. So I, I would just say bring back some more switches and dials for like the crucial stuff, like the radio station. I agree. And uh, I'm more like Daryl now. So we're Thank all better.
1: You. Thank you.
2: And then my other thing was I went to the DMV in Springfield today. Have you guys ever done an expedited title?
0: Uh, No. No, but I did a, a whole title mayhem thing when I got that black Celica last okay. year. Did, yeah,
2: did you know? You can do same-day title in Illinois.
0: What? Do you have to go
1: to, like, the big office in How many million dollars does this cost?
2: It costs $30 on top of your registration. You can go to the DMV in Springfield or any other DMV and order it. And if you get it in before noon, it'll be ready for pickup the same day in Springfield at 3 o'clock. But I have to be in Springfield. I can't do it in Pekin. You could do it in Pekin, then drive there. Oh, are okay. you serious? Yes. So I tried to do this today because I was selling the BMW and the guy's driving up from Alabama. And I'm like, I will get you this title. I can do this. Like, it's it's on the table. But I didn't want to drive into Peoria and then have to drive all the way down to Springfield to do it and then wait for the title. Okay. So I drove down to Springfield. And guess what? The DMV down there is a massive, gorgeous building, an old state building. You know, it's 100 foot tall and it's only like two story. Uh, You know, beautifully ornate. the Madigan building? No, it's like the Howlett building next to the museum. But it's like right in the square, right by the Capitol. Mm -hmm. It is literally gorgeous.
0: Okay. The Jesse White dancers out front?
2: No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? They have security in the building, probably counterterrorism, I guess, because like why else would you have security in like a driver's facility building? And they only have one entrance open. Mm. So you have to park on the street. Then you have to walk all the way around the building to the entrance. Once you get in, you have to go through the maze of tunnels in the building all He's, the way.
0: He really does sound like an old man yeah, right now. He does. Now, he does. Go yeah, ahead. It sounds sure. like maybe they watch the Blues Brothers and they, they, they went by like, careening through the front door yeah. to like, pay for a title at the last second to make sure they kept the registration. It took on me car. like
2: seven to ten minutes just to park and walk in to where I needed to be. No joke. Like No lines. Straight in security. And you walk pretty fast. Yeah. yeah you no, know. I've got the range walk.
1: Yeah. So once you get in there, though, <laughs> you're just doing a regular title transfer. How do you say, do you say, I want the expedited version?
2: Yeah. You got to like slip in the 20 under your palm. <laughs> it is <laughs> Illinois. No, no, but how, how do you request it? Because yeah, I just requested an expedited title and then but then I get in there and I forgot my checkbook. So I had to go to Western Union. Oh, so I had no. to leave. The worst. And they haven't an, they have an Western exit. Western Union? Yeah. They have an exit right next to where you how get the that title. All? You do it you through your phone and No, you give them money. You and go if oh, so you, so you had cash. Yeah. You had no- they wouldn't take cash.
0: No, they won't. It's got to be a check or um, money, money, order. money Can order. order. Can you go to Walmart, their woodlawn bank or whatever that thing is called? Probably. Wood forest or yeah. wood. Yeah. yeah. Crap
2: but it was, it was only $100 tax. Like I had the money and they wouldn't take $100. So literally I waited in line. I looked at the signs. I'm like, I got to go. And I, I missed the noon deadline and I didn't get this guy the title today. Oh. So I'm going to have to drive back down to Springfield tomorrow, pick up the title I ordered oh, and then oh. mail it out to him overnight. Seriously. All because the building is laid out so wonky. you got to walk all the way around. I had to go get the money order. It's ridiculous. But What kind of business doesn't take cash? It's not a business. It's the government. <laughs> yeah, I know. But, but they have
0: the, uh, I mean, you can do the convenience fee if you do everything online. Yeah, you could, you could do the card and do the convenience fee and all that stuff. No. No, they it's won't. Stu-
2: it,
0: it, it is stupid. Modern, You're right. You modern, are 100% right. Modern human beings don't carry checks around anymore.
1: No, but there's some stupid rationale for it. And I don't know. A legal transaction. Is it that state
2: employees steal? <laughs> no, because it's the
1: same thing when you pay your sales tax on a purchase. I can't walk in and be like, here's 25 bucks for my sales tax payable to the Illinois Department of Revenue. They won't take it.
0: Why? Apparently, American currency is not valid.
1: It's not legal tender? Yeah. Not
2: with the Illinois government. No. But you they don't can, want your money.
1: You can actually go and do uh, like your sticker renewals and things like that on a card it used to only be certain cards. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't take Visa, but they would take... Like, there was, they would
2: take everything but Discover. <laughs> it's
1: like the early days of Sam's Club, where they wouldn't take... They, they oh, only remember took that? Discover. I remember you're that. you like, yeah. you sons of... Yeah. yeah. No, that, but there's some weird rationale. Costco out. was the same way when they first... They still
2: opened. only take Visa. Costco? Yeah. Okay. And they take MasterCard, too.
1: They won't take... There's one they won't take, though.
2: You watch your language. No.
1: Because <laughs> I have a MasterCard, and I buy stuff there, but... No, that sucks. I, I did learn, though... Out of all of your angry old man mates, <laughs> and there's a lot of them, uh, Mr. Metamucil, I didn't know that there was an expedited title option. That's
2: yeah. That's fantastic. It's actually really cool.
1: Because I waited for our 55 Cadillac. I waited four or five months. I actually had to hound them and open up a case.
2: But that had title issues, right? Um, <laughs> yeah. Because they had it's... to get all the Sprite off the title they did. <laughs> for Grandma Sprite. So gross. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that, that, that there was there were some issues there. There was a, a, a typo in the VIN, but yeah. Anyways, um, good to know, and good to know that uh, our state is hard at work, uh, yeah. doing good things. I mean, for this the is the citizens. type of
0: stuff I, I always said. Like, uh, I th- there was some senator somewhere in the country that finally got robocalls for extended warranties done. Mm. It's over they, they, in their state. No, they shut the, because you, they
2: got some probably, and so they said now it's a priority. I, I don't know what they down. did, but
0: they tracked down there was one company that was in the Bahamas, and they just had free range to just like hit every phone in the united states and they they went after that and i and I said because of something like that. That's a person I would nominate to be president of the United States because they actually did something for the common good of everybody. <laughs> they get stuff done. And I'm telling you, if there was a state official who said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make it so you can walk in the DMV and you can do whatever you need to with your credit card. <laughs> I'd vote for that guy, for the governor of the United, you know, of, of Illinois. All right. Right. Because he actually did something that bothers me every time I deal with the, the state government. You know what? The, the, the Secretary
1: of State's office is here in Illinois. You know what they need? And nationwide. For, I'll just throw this out there. Throw a Starbucks in.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Throw some sort of franchise. Why like a is that donkey? your solution? <laughs> it'd be the meanest and nastiest Starbucks. I told you the story about my, you know, going up to Eureka. Yeah, it'd be, be some horrible. Yeah, yeah. And I and I and I hate to be that way because, of course, my wife's a state employee. But uh, I know it'd be it.
1: But what I'm saying, hear me out though. There's if you put. A breakfast sandwich in someone's hand, or a cup of coffee, or a hot cocoa, or for, something. For twelve ninety five. Right. Some of us aren't poor, Eric. But anyways, <laughs> if you throw something in someone's hand, if you throw food at somebody, no. they will take whatever. It's the same thing like Barnes and Nobles, Borders, like Borders folded, because I think they were just like, hey... Look at our books. And Barnes and Nobles, every one of them has like a Gloria Jeans like, or a Starbucks in
0: it. Look at our accounting and that's a problem or look at our books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe too. the
2: real issue is that I couldn't get my work done because I had money and they wouldn't take my money. And I had a credit card and they wouldn't take my credit card. Maybe that's the real issue.
0: Yeah. I don't think you need to shove a sandwich in my face to get me past this. That might be – you know what? Let's <laughs> let's think of the things that would pacify. I mean to me – uh, <laughs> Coffee's good, but it's maybe, a PG thirteen show. Yeah, so but, just... but maybe half fried chicken. You know, <laughs> maybe half fried <laughs> chicken would, would, that would do alluding it? alluding to the free show. Yeah, know, maybe that would be the ticket. And for you, uh, obviously, it's coffee. And for Gabe, I mean, what would be what would pacify you?
2: I would like to be able to do what I oh. came to do <laughs> I and mean, leave. Okay, no all food business. or beverages, all right. please.
0: All right, no <laughs> nonsense.
1: <laughs> okay. If anybody else has suggestions on how to improve the uh, the Secretary of State's offices. Or a Bureau of Motor Vehicles. By the way, Indiana calls them BMVs. Oh! And when I first moved there, I'm like, "What's a BMV? Is that like a? <laughs> it's like an okay. SUV." But, but you
2: know what? In Alabama, because I called them because of the, the title transfer, they do it at the courthouse. They have no DMV. Yeah. Yeah. It's there's crazy.
1: there's some states where the, a bill of sale will register a car. They yeah. Don't they, require they a title. They required
2: a bill of sale. I couldn't just give them the signed title. That wasn't good enough. Mm. We had to it's print crazy. One out yeah.
1: Through like you know my bmv. dmv got whatever the hell. Yeah.
2: I just wrote one, yeah. but yeah. But don't yeah.
1: forget the convenience fee. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Uh, it it we're oh. deep into this <laughs> program at this point. We are so far into this
0: program. It's about an hour and a half.
2: Oh yeah. You Got the
0: game show music going. Sure do. All right. Cars of the week. Man, I haven't done a cars of the week with Gabe in forever. Everybody knows what cars of the week is, right? Do, have to, do I have to do a, a renewal here and talk about it? Just do the, the, the 10 peso version. The 10 peso version? <laughs> I've been looking at cars online. I know Daryl's done the same thing. I know Gabe probably bought something this week. Oh, too much. Yeah, but Cars of the Week is where we, we scheme it, we dream it, and we share it. With our significant others, apparently some significant others are, like, nicer about letting their husbands buy whatever they want. I They're wish, supportive. I wish I had a, <laughs> Loving spouses. <you> know. <laughs> well, thankfully, my wife doesn't listen, but Rachel listens, and Rachel must be the most supportive wife in the world. Wife of the year. So, really... We love you. It's just cars I want to buy with Gabe Casey, and then weakness for <laughs> Daryl and I. Yeah, pretty That's much. That's Cars the Week.
1: Pretty much. So, Gabe, uh, we usually get... <laughs> <laughs> Do you change this up? I did. Okay, I'm scrolling down here. I think I...
2: What did you have before? What was your first pick? So first and foremost, I did buy two Coleman uh, 100 little (laughs) dirt bikes for my kids this week.
1: You bought more stuff. Yeah,
2: they're in my garage. They were cheap. It was fun. What Uh, is
1: it, like a little 50cc or something?
2: It's three horsepower Coleman engine. Really, and it's, it's a, like a it's fixed those little gear. one speed,
0: yeah, yeah, with the centrifugal clutch. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. Is it the kind you the like? Jumbo ride on wheels, the wheels, jumble wheels. Yeah, okay. Big padded seat.
2: Yeah, because like I got him the dirt bike, and they can't like master the dirt bike that, yet. That was a pit bike.
0: Them. It was a, a no.
2: I bought him a legit dirt bike.
0: Oh really? I bought him a Honda That's like a little, fifty. Yeah,
2: yeah, with the automatic clutch with three speed. It's just, I can I can rock on that thing.
0: Just keep that around for the. Couple I, of years. I rode it on the roads one time. What that thing did? It double in value during inflation?
2: No, not really, actually. But I it's fine. It'll be fine. But anyways, I bought that as an interim. So I did buy something, but I wanted to buy one other thing, and mm. that was uh, like a World War Two. BMW motorcycle with a sidecar, like the metal sidecar. That's not and even it, on, your, on here. No, I had it on there and I took it off. <laughs> and it had uh, like the actual drive shaft over to like the side oh, wheel. So, so it was like a two-wheel drive Oh, motorcycle. it was like the
0: Russian. Didn't they make it like a Russian?
2: Bike? It was not a Ural. Okay, no. Ural. It was okay. BMW. Okay. Um, and it went for I, – I, I, like, I literally marked in my calendar, start bidding on BMW, buy BMW. <laughs> and then I started looking at it and I was like, I don't have the room. We don't have the money. It went for $27,000. I
1: believe it. Wow. Ridiculous. That's a lot of money.
2: Yeah. But they're they're awesome. But so anyways, I had that as my car of the week because I really wanted it. But then the other day, I found this amazing 1991 Acura NSX. And it's not for everybody. It's not for the purest because it's highly modified. But you know what? It's got 12,000 miles on it. And it's like in the $40,000 range. It's also like in Swedish kroners or something weird. Ah, so, okay. You know. I don't have that. But it has a Velside wide body kit. It's a manual, which I want. And uh, I want it. Is I it,
0: would. It's in Europe right now? Yeah, it's like in Sweden Man, or something. You, I mean, I guess we did do like myitaliancar.com or something like that. Yeah, you, you've done some eccentric okay, okay, weird okay. stuff. But okay. like,
2: look how beautiful it looks. Like, it's got some Honda badging on it. It's yeah. got like an S2000, this and that. And
0: It, it looks like a Ferrari. Uh, it does. It looks Well, the, those cars do anyway. They a, do. A, a pure one does look like yeah. a Ferrari. What, would this car be worth twice as much without all that garbage on it?
2: In the U.S., <laughs> without all the garbage, it, yeah, it'd be worth seventy, eighty grand. Okay, easy. all right,
0: that's what I thought. Easy. Yeah. So this perversion that they've done—it's actually costing money.
2: Well, and the fact that it's in Europe,
0: okay. I think, doesn't help. So, what Would it cost about four K to import
1: something like that? You think?
2: Uh, they said they'd ship it for ten K. I don't know if that's like the all-in price, but.
1: Wrap it, put a bow on it like a Lexus commercial. No It is. I'll tell you what. Pirate insurance. Usually, when I hear body kits on an exotic, I think, oh, they just ruined it.
0: This actually looks pretty, pretty killer. No, it looks good. See, I don't like it because to me, it looks like a three thousand GT. I think they've they've, they.
2: That's a stretch, but
0: I can see it. Yeah, a little bit. The more he said it, oh, it looks like a stealth. Ooh, I do? like the.
2: Ooh. You know what? In high school, I wanted the Dodge Stealth, so back and fight. So
0: yeah, <laughs> the Stealth RT Here, Here's a forty thousand dollars Stealth. Have fun with it. Yeah,
1: but it's a it's a twelve thousand mile NSX underneath all of it, which would actually be a lot
0: of a lot of car for the money. Yes. Yeah. Even if you bought it and imported it, maybe it's I, just maybe it's all got dum dum and double sided tape. You can just like rip it all off. It's just I'll just kill, I'll just peel
2: it off like the <laughs> Plasti Dip. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. It's gorgeous. Plastic uh,
0: razor. You'll get 40000 more dollars with a plastic you razor. Could. Yeah. You could.
1: You <laughs> could. Nice looking car. It's finished in almost like that uh, that same red that a Ferrari would be. Yeah. So good, good selection. Where did you find this?
2: Uh, it was on a Facebook notification for me because apparently I click on things I shouldn't. So it was like, hey – Look at this cool car. Well, at least like, if that's sweet. the
0: worst you're clicking on, that's not so bad. Yeah. Think, yeah. When you say minor cars, on things, yes. what
2: are yours? What are yours? Soldieroffortune.com. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah. I'm going to be fighting in the Urals next year. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I'm just trying to hire some mercenaries yeah.
2: at Eric in Ukraine. Yeah. Thank <laughs> you.
0: So weird. Uh, right. Daryl, I, am, I, I mean, I've seen a lot of cars past Cars of the Week yeah. with you. Yeah. This one. Uh, is this, is this, did he pick this? Is this a super chicken? Did he misclick? It is a super chicken.
1: Uh, I haven't <laughs> heard of that in forever. So yeah, my pick this week is a much more mundane, not as cool as Gabe's, uh, 1989 Ford Thunderbird turbo coupe. It's actually not a turbo, it's a super coupe. I should, uh, that's a typo on my band. Uh, so there's a turbo coupe that came out in the early eighties, lasted until I think 89. 89, of course, they restyled the Thunderbird, and they said, you know what? A turbo's not good enough. Let's make it a supercharger. <laughs> and they actually made it from a four-cylinder to a V6. It's a 3.8 V6. And if anybody that's ever owned a, a 3.8 Ford, especially with a blower on it, they blow head gaskets like every five minutes. Yeah. So uh, I had a friend of mine whose dad made a tidy sum of money just doing backyard fixes and doing uh, head gaskets on 3.8s that, that blew up. He was a machinist and uh, made tons of money because everybody that had one of these cars popped a head gasket, especially the 5 speeds, You'd be out beating on it. And I remember going over and hanging out with him, and his, there was always one of these things sitting in the driveway that he was working on for a customer. And I just – I love the lines. they got a cool – speaking of body kits, they've kind of the ground effects, the – you know, kind of the arrow spoilers and the cool rims and stuff like that. This one is uh, one I found on Facebook Marketplace. It's local. I can't remember where, but it's somewhere close by. It's white with uh, gray leather seats, and it's got a five-speed, and it actually has a rebuilt transmission, probably because it blew up too. It's got a remanufactured <laughs> engine because that probably blew up. Uh, 19-inch rims, Continental tires, ooh, and it has a Pioneer uh, Bluetooth stereo, so that's great. Comes with extra parts. Again, because the original
0: ones blew up and they just <laughs> okay. put it in a bucket.
2: You, this is a great sell. Yeah. By the way. <laughs> I got to be honest with you. Yeah. Mean, every
0: other car you've ever had on Cars of a Week, you've had like a little passion for. Yeah. Is there something deep-seated that you like about it's, these n- it's cars? It's
2: nostalgia. Listen to them. It, it is. was in the next door. I saw it all the time and I, al- I never got it and I want it.
0: That's exactly what it yeah, is.
2: I get it because it sucks.
0: Yep. <laughs> yep.
2: But you always wanted it and you could never have it.
0: The passion sucks or this car sucks? These th- the things, car
1: sucks. These things do suck. They <laughs> yeah. they're terrible.
2: But... The Passion's legit. I respect him.
1: <laughs> but here's the here's the here's the thing. Growing up as a Mustang, as Foxbody Mustang. Sure. Fan, okay. All right. The T bird shared a lot of Foxbody chassis components. So, so
0: there's a crown Vic. Right.
1: But <laughs> the benefit to these is these had independent rear suspension. Okay. So the stuff that the Fox Body Cobras in 03 and 04 got, the independent rear suspension with the little half shafts and stuff like that, better handling, five lug rims. These things, unfortunately, became parts cars for a lot of Mustangs that people wanted a hot rod and wanted a five lug swap and bigger brakes and all that. So I I always had, going back to your thing about having a soft spot for trying to rescue stuff. Yeah. Some people rescue cats and dogs and whatever, or, you know, boyfriends. Um, I actually love... Fair. <laughs> you know, I'll fix him. He'll be better. Yeah. No, he won't. Uh, that's how I feel about the, the Thunderbird Supercoops. I always felt bad for them. They lived a terrible life, and they usually got picked apart. This thing still runs, drives. It's got some new parts. 4800 bucks. I think it's a bargain, at least until... Uh, it's time to put a head gasket on it.
2: Daryl's going to turn it around. It's got potential. It he might. can do it. It does. It might. It might be Honey, this is
0: the one. This is the
2: one. Yeah. You, um. don't, you don't know the car when it's around me. It's different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: man.
2: oh, man. That's brutal. That's the best. That's, that's, that's the best actually... That's, a, yeah.
1: that's brutal. Yeah. It's true, though. It's true. So anyways, for 4800 bucks, I would take this and autocross it once or twice and then... Uh,
0: it
2: you know. would blow up,
1: and, <laughs> and then you'd call WCBU and donate it. I would donate it and get that tax write-off for four. How much fair market value? Forty-eight. No, oh, make it five grand. It's five.
2: We'll grand. round up for that sad story. <laughs>
1: anyway, that's my sad sack story, oh, Eric. Man. What, you
0: have a couple pictures here. Both of them are complete opposite, weird ends of the spectrum. I don't know what you have going on. I don't know that it was even worth mentioning, but I talked about Katie, my Kubota, like uh, what, yeah. two years ago. I sold it. Yeah. It's almost like Facebook Marketplace knew that my tractor was now back for sale in Mackinac, Illinois. Are you serious? Yes. So this is Katie. She showed back up on Facebook Marketplace. You're serious. Yeah, and it kinda of made me sad because they're now asking about three thousand dollars more than I asked for it, you know, when he bought it from me for what, thirty eight hundred? But
2: you made a bunch of money on that.
0: Right? Yeah. I oh I held the truck or the tractor for fifteen years and made money on it. Yeah. It's yeah. not a big deal. But but still. Kind of makes me a little sad to see a little tractor that needs, needs just a little loving again. But See, you have it too, you just don't have it to the same degree. Yeah, right? exactly. But what I did find, I don't even know why I was looking this up. I hadn't watched the movie Chef in a long time, and uh, for whatever reason I decided I'm going to look up uh, food trucks, food carts. And maybe a food cart showed up in my, my feed at some point. So Maybe he was just hungry. Maybe I was. <laughs> so Lunchtime. So I started looking up food trucks. And I'm going to tell you this. It's just like Airstreams, the scams on food trucks. They must know that everybody in the world, and I think this one probably is a scam. Now, the, the more I look at it, I think it's a scam. They want $24,000 to this 1975 Chevy P30 taco truck for sale in Chicago. Ooh, I like tacos. Yeah, I do too. So, it, it, I mean, it's a pretty cool looking truck. I don't even know if it drives. It probably has a blown head gasket. You know, maybe you just push it around or, or I tow it with tree hugger to you a do, spot right. and just, just let it, it sit there and you serve food out the window. But Bring for, a taco truck on a flatbed everywhere you go. <laughs> exactly. But it's a cool truck. I'm just telling you, we buy some tortillas by the case, get some taco seasoning, a couple flank steaks, and we'll make a million dollars in the Spoon River Drive, Daryl. I've got this all figured out. Dude, I've heard stories of people making 30 to 40
1: grand in. F- Basically two weekends, making ribbon fries or
0: onion rings. Well, when you're charging $15 for Philly cheesesteaks in yeah. Canton, Illinois, I, yeah. I imagine you could probably power the church through the fundraiser, right? What do you get for 15 bucks at Jimmy John's? About the same. Uh, two, two subs. You yeah. don't get two. Freaky fast. You don't get two. Well, okay, like, there's more the...
2: tax in Peoria. It's cheaper in Morton than you pay. Seriously.
0: Oh yeah, I get, I get a whole another half sandwich probably for what you're paying. I'm, I'm not joking. <laughs> I don't live in another country.
1: <laughs>
2: it's another county. It's not like and I'm in the Virgin city. Islands. It's bad.
0: It it's up there, but still. Moved to
2: Tazewell. I, mm,
0: yeah. I guess. So anyway, I had it all figured out in my head. I was I sold myself in my head. I was ready to become a taco entrepreneur. And then I thought about it a little bit longer. I'm like, eh, I think I'll just uh, close the computer now. And I won't. Even, I won't even show that one to the wife. I only showed it to you guys because I thought. You guys might be crazy enough to jump on this plane with me because it's are shameful. We didn't show the wife. Are we
1: doing it? I, I know. I know your no. wife. No. I know your wife a little bit. I don't. I, I don't know her well, but <laughs> I would just say if you showed this to her, I imagine it
0: would have gone over as well as a lead balloon. <laughs> what do you The think? proverbial lead balloon would actually have tried to fly in my, my living room.
2: Let me rephrase my answer. It's a no for me, dog. Oh yeah. dog.
0: <laughs> what if it was footlong hot dogs? Yeah, seriously. What about your what about you Costco like, hot dogs?
2: They don't make money on those; they lose money. That's beside Look the point.
0: Up. You're looking from a from a business perspective. <laughs> yeah, come on. That's the price leader, man. My
2: passion is tacos. I need That's what I'm game.
0: saying. He he just gave you the solution to all of life's problems. We can make thirty thousand dollars in two weekends somewhere.
2: But it only cost us thirty five. It only cost you twenty four five.
0: And then maybe I can rent it out, rent it out on outdoorsy. It's maybe else somebody, That's what you do. You rent it. You lease it to somebody else. That's how Taco Mama or no Nacho Mama. Yeah. Like lost all of her. She was like leasing those vans, and the van the blew up, and all you know. And people could not make money driving them. Right. It's almost like owning a taxi company. The taxi driver gets screwed no matter what. The guy who owns the cars is the only one who makes money in that situation, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm still buying it. I'm in my head. That's a good call.
1: It's a good call. (laughs) Solid business decision. Uh, And if your wife is listening,
0: which she's not,
1: call the financial advisor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, we'd like to thank Gabe for coming out and joining us tonight. He made it extra long and extra fun. He should. Well, that's (laughs) oh.
1: I'm spilling knocking stuff family over. It's a
0: family-friendly show, Gabe.
1: It is. It I is. said
2: heyo. Oh. Is that inappropriate? What did you think he said? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it was the innuendo.
1: It yes. was. He was he was thinking you were singing some hip hop song from yeah. the nineties. Anyways, right. uh yeah. I, I'm I think I learned a lot tonight. I learned about expedited titles. I learned <laughs> Eric's got a great, great opportunity to buy a taco truck and yeah. make tons of money. Uh, we learned that Lordstown is a functional business.
0: <laughs> Almost <laughs> yes, three. Not the model we probably want to follow. Probably Although, not. if we were to build cars, we probably would do it much like Lordstown. We would. We, and we'd probably be lucky to get two out the <laughs> we door. We have
2: had more done at this point if we built them by hand.
0: Maybe.
1: <laughs> and also learned that Gabe is slowly turning into an old man like us. Yeah. Uh, That's the
0: best news of the night. It is. All right. All right. Well, I'm Daryl Scott. I'm Eric Stahl. And
2: I'm Gabe Casey.
0: Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time.